What up, Blairds and Nerds? It's the Blair Perspective Podcast. I'm Lady L. I'm Brother Rue. And uh, happy 2022. Happy New Year. I hope everybody had a good holiday filled with good movies. Blessings. Um, yep, blessings. We we made it to 2022. The, what, the ninth day of 2022? Every day is a blessing, y'all. I'll just say it like that. Amen. I just found out Bob Saget died. Sad, 65 years young. He was so young. That, I, that, that one was unexpected. Man did a show last night. Found this morning. That's man. crazy. And if you don't know who Bob Saget is, he was the dad from Full House. But if you ever watched it in his stand up, yeah. he was not his character. He was not Danny Tanner. <laughs> At all, he he was hilarious though. So wow, R.I.P. to him, R.I.P. to Betty White, just too many. R.I.P. to A.B.'s career, too much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know though. He he still got some skill, so a team will take a chance on him. He he releases text messages. We'll get into that later, but I mean, or we can talk about it now. Go ahead, you know, we'll mix it in. We'll go A.B. first. Yeah. Then. Well, I just think he's a train wreck. The Buccaneers still won today without him. It's funny that he thought he would be the factor, especially since he didn't want to play. So it's kind of weird that he's like, y'all need me, but then he didn't want to play. The man said he was hurt. Okay. He was hurt. The the medical staff said otherwise, but he (laughs) know his body. Uh, Okay. He said he was hurt. So, and they wasn't passing him the ball anyway, so why would he further injure himself? So, I think, basically, they were trying to use him as a diversion. I don't know what that's called in football terms, but I would imagine. A decoy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, then, what's the problem? You still got to go out there and run, plant, stop, you don't push. Have to, you don't have to be, just make it look okay. You don't have to do, Listen. be out there. At this point. Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown. He's the guy that went on the shop and somehow tried to make a joke of retired athletes becoming um, analysts and commentators. And it's like, my guy, it's a job. What's the problem? Yeah, and people are trying to keep up the lifestyle that they can become accustomed to. So what do you want them to do? I'm just trying to figure that out. So, oh, okay. Become a rapper like him? I mean, it's like, <laughs> either you're going to open up a bunch of businesses. Right. You're going to start some kind of business. career of acting or rapping or something. You're going to another, a different type of entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Or you're going to get a nine to five. Like, you're going to get a whole bunch of money and depending on how you invest it. Right. Will dictate how your life continues. Right. So now, if you thought that you get ten million dollars and you just buy everybody a house and loan everybody money, then chances are you're gonna need to pick up an actual job after it's all over. So you know, yeah. So I mean, this guy has shown us time and time again that he can't be trusted. <laughs> I don't trust him. Like he recorded a speech in the locker room that oh, Mike yeah. Tomlin was giving. Like, how sacred is the locker room? Right. I ain't played past high school. I probably could have played college, but I didn't play past high school. I'm going to wild myself up. I don't know. I, I might have been trash. Who knows? But 
I don't think so. I wouldn't play past high school, and even I know that a high school locker room was sacred. Mm-hmm. So if a high school locker room is sacred, I can even I can only imagine how NFL, sacred this is a, a professional grown man NFL locker room is, right. and you in there recording people. <laughs> like I think what he did was on the level of what uh, old buddy did to uh, uh, Swaggy P mm-hmm. when he recorded him. Yeah, um, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. I, I think that's the same thing to me. It's a breach well, of confidentiality. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. We we in our, our sanctuary. We in our private space. Safe space. We in our safe zone. And you recording guys without their knowledge and then posting it for likes? I think he probably gave out the playbook, too. I dude, just don't trust I feel like Antonio Brown is one of those guys <laughs> that takes the pictures of the playbooks and then he gives it to the other teams when he leaves. And then my problem is the people that take up for him. I don't give a fuck if he was mad that they wasn't giving him enough touches and he wasn't going to get his incentives. I don't give a fuck if he was mad that his ankle was hurt and they were trying to make him go in the game. That's all irrelevant to how he handled the situation. You are a professional. I know that I don't agree. I don't. I personally don't agree with all of the ways, all the things that define professionalism. But there are certain things in professionalism that need to be there. Right. And the way you conduct yourself and the way you handle situations, it should definitely be a part of professionalism. You throwing and taking your shoulder pads off in the middle of a game, and then <laughs> storm jump jumping around and. High waving at the crowd and shit on your way out. You got so much. How does that help the situation? And you know, I'm one of those guys that will tell you you cannot control the way somebody reacts to something. Sure. But you can control yourself and how you react. If I'm the owner of a team and I see a guy do that shit, I don't want him on my team. If I'm a player and after the fact you done started releasing text messages and shit, right? You could be on my team. We ain't going to be friends. This shit is going to be professional. Your locker is over there. Get your bitch ass out there. Run your routes. Catch your goddamn passes. Help us win. And then get the fuck out of my face after the game. Like, that's why I think that he'll get another chance. Because teams want to win. Players want to win. You play the game to win. And if he can help you win, you don't give a fuck if he kills somebody. You go let the motherfucker on your team. Okay. Well, let's think about this, though, for a second. You know... When does it become the common denominator? Like, I never really trusted him. He been the common denominator, but, but go ahead. But that's what I'm saying. So everybody was mad at Ben Roethlisberger, but who's to say that he even said the things that Ben he alleged Ben Roethlisberger said? I no mean, one else has said anything about this. Again, my thing was. Okay, in that moment, you got to pick a side. Well, you don't have to pick a side, but you, you pick a side. You don't if you don't know the You're going to say Ben Roethlisberger or A.B. based on what he was saying, because Ben Roethlisberger didn't say anything. Exactly. But even if what he said was true, that Ben Roethlisberger was overthrowing him, underthrowing him, Ben Roethlisberger was the face of the franchise. Right. He's right. the guy. Right. You know way, that. Why so, talk shit about The Rooney's are the best owners. You never see them. You never hear from them. They take care of their people if they take care of them. So I don't see the Roonies like 
blackballing him. No, no, no. It's not him. They didn't. He was talking about the coaching staff. He but, wasn't talking about the Rooney's. He's never said anything bad about no, the Rooney's. No, no, no. But I'm know. saying the he fact was talking that about they the were coaching. like, you got to go, let you know everything you need to know. That's because of his attitude and his approach to shit. It's like this dude is entitled. Yeah, and I don't know what he's entitled to. Tom and, Brady is the reason why he got a Super Bowl. He got well, one with... Ben yeah, Rutherford. no, he got one with the. the so, um, but then no, he, he wasn't gonna get another one. He did not get one with the Steelers. Okay, him so and then Le'Veon Tommy, Bell. He owes his career to Tommy. Yeah, him and Le'Veon Bell came after. Ah, the yeah, winning. yeah, sure did. He, he, ben Roethlisberger won with you know Hans Ward and mm-hmm. and, uh, and the first one was with uh, Bettis and them, and then he won another one like two years, three years later. So they haven't won a Super Bowl in a while, right? But. So AB won one with the Buccaneers, but then he shitted on Tom Brady. Yeah, talking about some why? Why am I on? Uh, why am I on an incentive-based contract? Because you are a fucking idiot. And by the way, you Tom are a Brady loose cannon, they didn't and ask for no one can trust you. Tom wanted you here. The only reason why your ass was here. Yeah, so. Tom Brady ain't writing your contract. Tom Brady. Tom Brady got Gronkowski there, but he didn't control how Gronkowski's. Uh, Contract went right. If I'm not mistaken, he uh, you know, he he talked uh up Leonard Fournette coming or something, mm-hmm. but he didn't control how the contract got done. That's still on you. I could get a motherfucking interview, right? Right. He basically I can give a motherfucker a job, but I can't control how much money you gonna make. That's on you and your negotiating skills, nigga. Be mad at your motherfucking um your agent. Um, agent. Who is his agent, brother? Well, we have to Google that one. It's like. I feel bad for his agent. I do. It's like, please, and people want to com- compare him to some of the, to, I don't understand how people try to compare him to Terrell Owens. Well, he is way like worse. Distractions. Terrell, what was, Terrell Owens wasn't a distraction. He was yeah, doing he was. sit-ups in his uh, driveway. Yeah, Y'all niggas came to my house, so I'm going to give you a show. Yeah, it was just a lot. Just go in the house. The though. media made it a lot. He wasn't a lot. He loved it, though. He fed off of it. Hell, yeah. He was making his money. He just wasn't smart enough to keep the money. It was a Wednesday. I don't know. I can't say that. That's it. I thought it was Rosenhaus. Well, he used, to have, he used to have Rosenhaus. Yeah, I thought it was Rosenhaus, but it's not. Wazelinski? Mm-hmm. That. That's his new one. He used to have Rosenhaus. But, yeah, I just want But him I would think Rosenhaus dropped him. If Instead he, of it being the other way around. If he wants to be a rapper, be a rapper. A horrible rapper. Shit, trash. I don't understand. His music is trash so far. I don't heard it. He just, but you stick to being a receiver. He, wait a minute, didn't he get into it? Go with be his a model or something. Who is a white lady and cowed all kind of crackers and this and that and got back with him. This is that got, same person. I don't know if he got back with her, but I think they're back together. People say a lot of shit with him, man. Well, but why she gotta be a cracker though? Because he was mad. So, but you're sure with his white woman. I'm pretty sure he was a, a nigga or something. Well, then that's on, okay. Woman, so that's on him for dealing with that kind of shit. Listen, black so, dudes like well, to deal with non-black chicks, and white boys like to deal with black women. It is what it is. They switching. I guess. At some point in this world, everybody probably gonna be biracial. That's what the plan is, but the the goal is always. To have non-melanated situations. Well, not to get off subject, but 
my thing with AB is this guy is just stupid. And anybody that fucking tries to take up for him, I got to question your professionalism Boy, and, they how, say and he your got approach. CTE like that because I, I, just because you a man don't mean that you just get to be an asshole. You get to be... Because a lot of these same people that talk about what AB do, Mm-hmm. You don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do that shit at your job. But they're living vicariously through him. But you're going to applaud him for doing it? Yeah, it's like when LeBron do stupid shit. They people are living through him. What does LeBron do stupid? Well, just remember when he did the whole decision and people said, but at your job, if you want to leave and get more money, and I said, that's two totally different well, things, bro. I, I'm not... We I'm a LeBron James. So I'm a LeBron James fan. I just don't think he's better than than uh, Michael Jordan or Kobe. Mm-mm. But or Magic. I ain't got no problem. What? Numbers lie, honey. They they you they oh. don't they just look at each other and it's a foul. I, I can manipulate. So of course his numbers are gonna yeah, look better. I can better. manipulate numbers, but I, I don't have a problem. Only time I have a problem with with. Uh, LeBron James is on the social justice shit. Like some Not of these these guys are starting to get on my nerve with this shit. But see, <laughs> but that, but you know what though? A B is smart in the sense that this is the victim era. Mm. Everybody wants to be a victim because that's how you get sympathy and empathy yeah. nowadays. Being a victim because I I used to. So it's one thing to point out injustice and try to fix it. It's another thing to want to be a victim right. and always want to play the victim. Right. It's like everything that happens in your life don't make you a fucking victim. Right. I say this repeatedly. This generation in this day and age knows nothing about perseverance. No. They know nothing about overcoming obstacles. Mm-hmm. They Woe is me is you either want to be famous for something stupid right. or you want to be a fucking victim. Mm-hmm. Just like the girl that just got dropped from uh, Robin Fenty or whatever the fuck. Because she said the shit about domestic violence. What's she saying? I agree, what happened? I, I, I agree with her. She was just saying that all these women get on here and talk about being domestic violence, uh, domestic violence survivors uh-huh. and being victims and then go run back and do the same shit with mm. the next dude. And okay. you want to get on here and tell us these sob stories because you want to be a victim and have people feel sorry for you Ooh. when you're making these decisions and putting yourself... Repeatedly in these situations, Damn. and nobody's everybody's just supposed to feel sorry for you, and nobody's supposed to say anything. Damn. It's like don't nobody okay. want to hear that shit no more. Man, so rightfully so, dumb, you know, Rihanna being a domestic violence survivor, survivor she dropped her from her. Um, I don't blame her Rihanna shit. because look, I said rightfully so. Look, I'm gonna tell you something. We say that shit about Rihanna, and why did she talk to him, and why did she go through that? I'm going to tell you what's so sad about, like, Rihanna. Like, I watched a piece on her and Chris Brown's relationship because, you know, 10 years removed, I just wanted to, like, reiterate and review what was going on at the time and see how much of it was really true because they were talking about the facts and literally they had courtroom footage Mm. of this shit. And I was just feeling bad for Rihanna because... I think that Rihanna literally didn't want to fucking put this man in jail because he was a black man. So she 
put herself at the back burner and her mental health so that his career wouldn't be ruined. Because people was hating her because he she ran into his fist. And that's kind of crazy. Like, literally, people were like, oh, my God. Well, damn, Rihanna, why'd you have to tell on him? Well, why is it okay that he beating up a girl? That he know this girl get paid for her beauty and he's beating her face in. And we still be around here talking about, let me see if you can run, run. Because well, she actually gave him a pass to do that. Well, two things about that. You can't be a society and not forgive. Mm. You can't be a society. But he was never accountable. You can't be a civilized society. Yeah, he did probation or something. Oh, it sounds great. He should have been in jail. Did you see what he did to her face? You every so listen, you again, you can't be a society. And I like Chris Brown. And kinda. not be civilized. You can't be a society and not be forgiven. There's only a few things that people should not be able to come back from. Okay. Like murder. Molesting kids. Okay. That's to, so I would say those two. Any right? harm, no, yes. any harm to a kid. Sexual assaults. And Where are you murder on my two. Oh, so no sexual, sexual assault. Sexual assault. You should be able to come back from. You should be able to be rehabilitated from. Now, if your ass can't be rehabilitated, then stay your bitch ass in jail. But because jail is supposed to be rehabilitative. But well, it's, you know, not. it's not. That's not so, what it was designed for. Somebody that sexually assaults somebody because they are an idiot, sexually frustrated, or just crazy, you got to try to rehabilitate them, try to mm-hmm. fix it. Somebody that's robbing and stealing and killing, if they're doing that shit because they think it's fun, execute them. <laughs> anyway, that's so extreme. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, certain shit with the law... If we can't say Chris Brown shouldn't still be making millions and shit just because of one thing that happened in it his life. It was multiple. Who else did he beat? Uh, allegedly, Karuchi went through the same thing. Well, then he's a monster and it needs I'm to be addressed. I'm not saying he's a monster. Let's talk about it. He's a woman abuser and he needs to you be addressed. You said the only two unforgivable, for, unforgivable things is what? Murder and... Molesting children. I would say that any assault of a woman sexually or physically, those people are traumatized for life. So that Rihanna's never gonna be the same in her whole life. But he gets to still be talking about how he don't want no darkies at his party and shit like that. that, Like nigga, you shouldn't even be talking like that. That can't you should be humble as hell. That can't just be for women and that's gotta be for any Agreed. Lorena Bobby shouldn't be praised for what she did either. But you got to... Look, let's be honest. Chris Brown did not suffer the full totality of what he should have. No, nah, he had a good lawyer. Which is a problem in society that a good lawyer... And also Rihanna let him off the hook. She didn't want it to be the reason why his career Because was they got into a fight. And usually when you get into a fight with somebody, why does anybody, unless somebody almost beat you to death, 
then yeah, we need to take a strong well, look at that. You, his face wasn't fucked up at all. I mean, but that's like me going out there and somebody whooping my ass. I, I don't want they they ain't got to go to jail because I want my rematch. And put it like this, I used to have a very different opinion. I used to be one of the people like, ah, oh, Rihanna driven, why she? But and just seeing how he Chris Brown, and I've moved, always been one of those people that say Chris Brown should have got at least never, a year. Ever he, well, felt any consequences for anything he ever did fucked up in his life. I ain't gonna say he should have got a year. I'm gonna say he should have got some time. I don't give a fuck if it was a week. He should have had to sit in jail and feel that. Yeah. Because you beat the shit out of somebody over. over. Because now he just talked to less famous girls. And That's not gonna fucking throw him under now the bus. Now he just trade songs with it. That part. Just, we're not even gonna get on that, but that it's just amazing to me. Kiki Palmer how, tried to tell y'all, go man. Ahead. But then when the non-melanated girls start talking about it, it's a it's, it's a problem. They gonna believe her, bro? Yeah, Kiki Palmer just led you to be his preference that day. Yeah, you know, any girl with a little melanin, melanin in her, too much melanin in her. You know, she don't deserve to be loved or listened no, to. No, she don't get the same grace. It's like, you better be happy I even like you because you don't have any value. Yeah, they they should be happy that somebody paying them attention. It's crazy, man. I mean, I think we talked about that shit when we was in Walmart and that dude said that, man, she cute. And oh, even better, no. she light-skinned. Yes, sitting there like, we did. That was crazy. What the? That's how these guys think. I was watching some but other shit. But let me shit. tell you something crazy about that, though. just going off on, you know, they don't... You know, I I didn't realize and or forgot about the whole Gilbert Arenas thing. When oh, he tried yeah. to say that Lupita was fucking not beautiful. But guess what? But, he didn't have to say anything I mean, about Lupita. If you don't think she's yeah. pretty, you didn't have to say anything. But if you Why'd com- you have to bring her down? But if you're comparing, she looked better than the chick you got kids with. Yeah. You mean the one that messed with Shaq also? Yeah, I'm you, like... You cool with messing with Shaq, leftovers, but Lupita not cute? Okay. Like really? I guess we got different standards. Like, I try. I don't judge people and who they love because I've been through that. Like people try to judge who I love, and it's like, well, I love that person. I think they are fucking gorgeous. I think they are the beautifulest but person in the world. Weird. Why the fuck are you worried about it? But I've also never sat there and tried to call another woman ugly, right? Or another dude ugly. I don't right. judge like, people why like that. So for him to sit up there today? and say that shit about dark skinned women and Lapita, it's like. Laura Govan is not that... She ain't cute to me. And then she fucked her shit up with the fucking plastic surgery. Made it even worse if you ask... Oh, not Laura. Or was it Laura? No, she, Laura is his. Gloria is the sister. Gloria. Is she Gloria or, or Laura? I don't know. One man. of them. Because one of them nah, is the Matt Bourne. the cute. The one that was with Derek Fisher, she's pretty to me. Don't do, don't, don't do Matt Bourne's like that. No, I'm saying she, she's with Derek Fisher. Don't, don't do my boy. They're together again? No. I mean, okay then. Yeah, I was right. It's Laura. Laura. Laura, Laura uh, is the one that was with Matt Ball. Laura is the pretty one. She's don't, pretty don't, to me. Don't, don't, don't do that. She reminds me of like Tia and Tamara. Yeah. She I have just, that kind of, I was like, they're yeah. sisters? Because they look anything alike. I mean, but the, you know, the conversation started about we AB. AB is an yeah. idiot. Nobody should be defending this grown ass man. Out here looking stupid. He signed the contract, so it's if like, he didn't like his contract, he didn't need to sign it. Yeah, why did you sign the? I'm like, real confused. These, about that. My thing with AB is these like we don't hold people accountable anymore. Yeah. 
We give them all these fucking excuses, and the big excuse nowadays is mental health issues. Yeah. Like everything ain't a fucking mental health issue. Right. People go through shit. Yeah. How you go through that shit determines who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to be accountable for your shit or you're going to be some little asshole clown out here doing clown shit, and which AB is doing. He's been very blessed. I mean, you know, I wish I could run a football. Out here thing. treating people like shit. Got all right. these yes men around him telling Getting him the shit that he want to hear. Card. This is why like, I was done with him. Fuck? You didn't even need to get a vaccine card. So why'd you have to get a fake one? Like No, they had to be vaccinated. No, they don't have to be vaccinated. Yes, they do. No, they oh, well, no, make no, them no, take no. a million tests. Yeah, you're right. They so don't it's have like to be you didn't have to do all that. Yeah, you don't have to be immunized, Aaron Rodgers. You don't. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I wasn't mad at Aaron Rodgers. I'm immunized. He didn't lie to the NFL. The NFL lied to everybody else. Yeah. Here's the problem. And when he answered the question, he said, yes, I'm immunized. immunized. He didn't say he had the vaccine. But so, from my you simple-minded motherfuckers need to learn how words work. Right. I know. He gave you the words. My understanding is that Aaron Rodgers did some treatments to, like, protect his, his body. immune system. Yeah. So... I don't understand why that's not the move for everybody. Why does it have to be the vaccine? Doing all the things to get rid of this virus, including alternative treatments that aren't paid for, you know, pushed by the government to make money for them. That's just like if we go to like Kelsey and shit. When you go to the doctors, right? Like here we go to Kelsey Seville and there's other doctors. Mm-hmm. I got better treatment from a hole-in-the-wall doctor mm-hmm. that was, like, on his own practice and shit than I did going to a conglomerate like Kelsey Siebel. Because they got certain medicines that they get kickbacks on that yeah, they got to well, push. We, yeah. They got this inhaler that they always used to try to push to me and shit. And that inhaler didn't do shit for me, but its, it's value right. to my insurance company was probably like six hundred dollars. Somebody got a boat and fucking up the chain. Yeah, Kelsey Sewell got money Somebody off of got it. A boat. So it's like, no man, that's bullshit. Like medicine, but it's, but it, that's how people are. That's how humans are. Yeah, we everything is about shit. money. So it ain't about people getting well. No, because if everybody gets healthy, then there's too many people in the population. Yeah, and the resources are not enough. So what they did was so the the Jedi mind trick that they pulled, which was a brilliant, is to make conservatives not care about health, which usually conservatives care about health and wellness and preserving self. They got these people out here like, so what? I don't YOLO. I don't agree with that because Richard Nixon is the one that fucked up health care and he was a Republican. But I'm saying, most Republicans and wealthy mm-hmm. are the ones who get out of these heart transplants live to be Rockefeller 102 and stuff like that. But they got those people out here saying YOLO now. They usually wouldn't be the YOLO people. They would be conservative and not take the risks. No, I don't think rich so, people are doing it. I think it's these rednecks and these minorities. But that's what I'm saying. It trickled down. So all the Rich people went and got a shot. But they told y'all, oh, I want my freedoms. And that shit, they tricked the poorest into not getting the shot. Yeah, when you look at the statistics, <laughs> white people get the vaccine. Yeah. They just not telling other, you they got Black people and other minorities ain't even half. 
of what the white populace is, and it's just like, wait a minute, ain't the white people the ones you see on goddamn TV Saying talking about not getting the vaccine? But, they all but the when you look at the statistics, they the main ones getting it. Mm-hmm. But you motherfuckers, my body, my choice in it. Yeah, and the irony of the my body, my choice movement is that how y'all gonna be now upset conservatives? about somebody telling y'all what to do with y'all body when all of y'all basically took the draconian approach to abortion laws. They stole that slogan from them niggas. This is what karma is for you. They stole that my body, my choice. So they gonna mandate y'all to get a shot to have a job. Matter of fact, they didn't even steal that shit from them. They thought it was funny to say it. It was poetic. Yeah, they thought it was gonna be Well, we'll say my body, my choice, just like the women do when we talk about abortion. But literally have ass- no empathy for the women. People are assholes, man. Yeah. People Self, are Self-interest is a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's all about the dollar. Wow, that was crazy. And watching the game. <laughs> the Raiders. And then and, and, uh, back, go, trying to go back to A.B. Going this back dude to Amy is self-destructive. I would not trust him. No, ever. He's talented enough. He was... Borderline, well, I can't say borderline. He was a hall. He's a Hall of Fame candidate. No. Just maybe not first ballot at this point. And maybe he, if he still leaves. got his skill set and his physical physicality, he's worth a look. But you got to worry about. So he worked with the Buccaneers because that's a veteran locker room. Mm-hmm. I'm not bringing him to a team with a young locker room. Oh, heck no. That if it's a veteran team on the cusp like the Rams. Yeah, oh, he would I, I would. It. No, he would. I, I would because you got Jalen Ramsey and all those guys that Aaron Donald oh, would probably yeah. beat his ass. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They not, right. they not fucking around like that. If you Can he come to around. Dallas? No, because looking Hell at the way no. Dallas is, Jerry Jones would try to whoop his ass. Yeah. Sure, like, like, you can't come to Dallas and do that shit. Jerry Jones would butt it, kick his ass out. So it's certain teams, the Patriots. Yeah. The Patriots is like, we're going to give you a chance. Bill Belichick's like, oh, you what now? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. And I, if I was an owner, because people always like to pull that shit. Like, I am old enough now to know that these people trying to run a business and a team. They ain't got time for all this drama. All this bullshit. All this BS. Them people just trying to make money. Yeah. And ending that in peace. Winning the championship is a bonus, but because it brings more money and uh, attention. But ultimately, it's about the business. If you bad for business, business won't be booming. Right. Business is not good, <laughs> and then it's a problem. So yeah, I, I my take is that I would hate to see him somewhere else. Just because he is toxic. And like, don't give me that bullshit. Dude, don't give me that bullshit about black man, black man. Right. His excuse and the reason why y'all taking up for him is because he's a black man. That ain't a black man that I won't represent me. He don't even give a fuck about our women. Right. But I'm supposed to be taking up for this nigga? But that's why they champion him. Like, if he was with I'm, I'm, I'm not taking up for right. a nigga that's a detriment. Right. Like, a what cancer. the fuck is he? Right. He's a football player, a damn good one, but he ain't got all his, and if he do got mental health issues, then he need to address that shit, because he acts like a child. Yeah, he's not. His approach is childlike. You the fucking, you wanted to get off the team, you threw a tantrum when they told you to get the fuck out, Right. because you didn't want to go back in the game, you want to parade off the field and shit, 
and then you want to sit in New York and New Jersey and hang out with rappers <laughs> and go to a goddamn basketball game. And it's like... And do podcasts where you, you speak about yourself in the third person. Did you really give a fuck about football? I don't think so. Did you really give a fuck about the Buccaneers and what they were trying to do? And how, how like, toxic is he... I don't have any friends. Like, man, that man's You don't have any friends because of the way you fucking act. Right. I wouldn't want to be your friend either because you're going to record our conversations. Right. You're going to try to blast me if something happened. I can't be honest with you about something because then you're going to try to use it as if I was trying to say something bad about somebody. Like, you would never get an honest opinion out of me about nothing if you were like him. Right. That is too much. Because I honestly ain't never said anything about somebody that I can't say to their face. But who the fuck wants to be in that situation where, well, A.B., right. show me the text. The well, you said this. And then you sitting there trying to explain the shit. All right, man, no. A.B. is an idiot. He yeah, is a fucking is. entitled idiot. Brad. Yeah. That's been getting his way. He, yeah. He, 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 yeah, I'm glad you said that. A.B. is the example of a motherfucker that was good in sports and was never told no. Right. He always got his way, whether it was high school, college, Whatever. They always let him get away with shit. Oh, and he's a cancer. And so now he doesn't understand and cannot handle accountability. He's a cancer. He petty as hell. Oh, he damn sure a cancer. Oh, he petty. In every sense of the word. Like, I, was, I was like, what is Antonio Brown's sign? Cancer. Yep. He got to the fullest. When people in cancers feel like they've been attacked, they go on like straight defensive mode. And it's so crazy. Fifty Cent is a cancer. And then how you how you can't talk your way out of that situation? All this fast talking that you did after the fact, right? Coach, my ankle hurt. I can't go in. Well, fuck you if you don't want to go in. So do we think that text message was real between him and the coach? uh, It could have been, but it could have been fake. It could have been real. It could have been fake. But if it was real and your ankle hurt, why storm off the field? Right. Go to the fucking medical tent and say, hey, coach wanted me to go back in, but my ankle is fucking hurt. Right. Can you take a look? Can you tell him I'm not right? I like, tweaked the it. Fuck? I this, I that. Isn't Anything that what they there for? He did. Then the, he, the medical person well, can know, examine him. Work for the team. But the medical person can examine him and say, hey, man, look, based on the x-rays and the flexibility of your ankle and all that stuff, you should be fine. If you go in the game you pain, and you feel like you got pain and you can't do it, then come back out. Man. Why is it that Nick why is it that niggas <laughs> Why is it that these niggas that want to take up to him can't can't admit that? Right. He could have simply went in the game. He could have it's he could have said, I don't want to go in the game, coach. My ankle hurts. Coach was got pissed off in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And said, fuck you, you off the team. Right. He could have went and said, but hey. he wasn't released at that moment. So yeah, like, the coach can't take you. You went keep, on this campaign. Co- and that's the and other they thing. they released your ass because you went on I that campaign. I get it. Both of them was in the heat of the moment. And he was just trying to one-up the coach. So he mm. did that bullshit. But if you think about what's happened. So that's my thing. That's my thing that I try to do in life. Whatever situation I'm going through, I... I'm not perfect at it, but one day me and my wife was at H-E-B, right? At the hill. And we went to go scan food, and the little dude that worked there came up there and started trying to help us and shit. 
And I'm just looking like, dude, I didn't actually feel your help. Get the fuck out of my... Like, move. Oh, yeah, that was bizarre. And I'm sitting there trying to do my shit, and he's still over there trying. I was like, hey, man, well, just let this motherfucker do it. And I walked off. And my wife was looking at me like, what the fuck happened to you? I was like, man, either I walked away, or I stayed there, and I beat the shit out of him. Cause <laughs> yeah, you gotta make I was just like, every day. And I kind of blame it on the fact that I was taking, like, testosterone shots at, at the time. <laughs> and so that made me, like, extra aggressive. I'm but now I'm like, man, I never want to not be able to control my emotions. Yeah, you can't I let n- other people control. I never want to let somebody get me into a space mm-hmm. to where I'm just reacting and I can't take a second to think. Right. Because if he took a second to think, his dude is mad at me. Cool, he's just the coach. Right. He ain't even the coach in the GM. Well, he can't kick me off the team. Respect him as the coach, also. Fuck respect. He's the coach. He. It's like the offensive core. He's you are an offensive coordinator. Oh my god! And that's when he was like, "Oh my god, dude!" So because as the offensive coordinator, he you only have so job. much authority. The GM and the owner are the people who make the final decisions, which is why he didn't get released for and, several days. Yeah, because they just let him dig a hole for himself. So go he to the medical staff and say, "Hey, coach wanted me to go in the game. He's mad at me, but." I don't feel like I can perform. What did he really think was going to happen, though? He went a whole smear campaign for days about these people. For days. Told what me, were they supposed to do? Like I'm all for standing up for yourself and defending yourself. But if you're wrong, you're wrong. Like, he could have handled that situation so much better. And people would be like, well, why we got to handle it that way? Because it's not your business. You don't own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's why. Same thing I say about cops. It's like, look, should we have to sit up there and fucking survive the situation? No. But that's the situation that we're in. So I'm going to do whatever I got to do to survive this shit. Right. And I'm going to sue the fuck out of you. Right. I'm going to fucking file my complaint or whatever the fuck I need to do. Talking to you. Ain't going to get me nowhere. Exactly. So talking to Bruce Arians at that moment. Just piss both of them off. Right. You well, he walked walk away, away from me. Poor Evans tried to defuse the And I'm a petty motherfucker. Bitch, you finna physically move me off this goddamn sideline. Exactly. I'm gonna go sit on the bench and somebody from the team is gonna be seen on TV telling me I got to go. Exactly. I'm not finna it's sit up here and make a scene myself and I look like a dumbass. Because regardless of what these dumbass niggas who don't own any teams and have nothing to do with the NFL got to say, he fucked himself up. Right. Y'all niggas in this hood celebrity shit are useless. Right. And it's like, when just let people be accountable. That's why we got all this crazy kind of stuff that's happening now. Because it's like, let him sit in there. He made his decision. He signed the contract. All of the things. He has some weak-ass people around him now, not like, bro, what the hell is wrong with you? What would you do if if somebody was trying to stall you out and wasn't trying to let you get your money? What would you do if somebody was trying to make you play and you was really hurt? I would handle it like a grown-ass man and a professional, not like some little-ass kid throwing a tantrum. This motherfucker act like he on the episode of the HBO show Ballers. Like, yeah. you can't act like this in real fucking Yeah, he act like the dude from Ballers. Yes. You like uh, Denzel Washington. John Denver. Yeah. yeah, that's who he acting like. That's some shit 
That's off a TV show. And even he that had, not And even he had life. to grow up by the end of the shit. Thank you. But how at you least his yourself. friend was like, hey, you wrong. He would at least get somebody in his ear. I question anybody. Him. I question anybody's integrity that tries to defend uh, 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 Antonio Brown. Yeah, because like you said, you don't do that at work. I dare you to go to work tomorrow and take your shirt off and spin around your head like a helicopter when they tell you to Man, do something. Man, some of these motherfuckers, if they tell you you got to work a mandatory overtime or you got to go to work on your off day, I bet you take your bitch ass up there. Thank you. So don't be getting to telling this man, sabotaging this man's life. He ain't got, you know, all the money that people think he does. He obviously still needs to work in the NFL. He wouldn't have been there. Yeah, so, you hated the NFL so bad. Why you that. keep going back? Right. And if you go back to the NFL, then promote change from within. Right. It's but, a it's a way no to do that. Listen to you because you don't even have integrity as a man to come to men like men. You you putting out text messages. Anybody gonna mess with you? You lose. You a hoe. You a hoe ass nigga when you do some shit like that. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. I was like, text messages, uh-uh. I I didn't, I never liked when they, again, I'm pretty sure I said this shit. I didn't like when they released the audio for Donald Sterling. That was, yeah, that's some whole ass shit. I didn't like when they released the the, the emails of John Gruden. Yeah, that that pissed uh, me off too. That, I mean, shit, that's some personal private shit that he said. And that shit was in that server for years, so now y'all want to bring it I get it. He did it on the company email, but until they started investigating the Washington uh, Redskins. Whatever they are, the Washington, uh, whatever. That shit would have never came to light. And if you're going to put his shit out there, then put the rest of that shit out there. Because I'm pretty sure he ain't said. Why is he the only one in trouble? His shit, I'm 100% sure his shit wasn't the worst. Oh, I guarantee it. I mean, you had a whole dude taking... New pictures, softcore porn of the, of the cheerleaders and senators of people. But they, man, they have so many restrictions on them cheerleaders, but he gets to release their have nude pictures? Yeah. They tell them girls they can't date a player. Like, you know that's why they do. Are you kidding? Like, they have, again, so many restrictions, but the owners basically own them. That's what you telling me? So, they own their bodies? My stance on AB is that he handled the shit wrong. Yeah. There's no reason why people should be defending him. Right. Because he could have handled that 100% different and came out a lot better. But because he's an entitled prick that has a bunch of yes men around him, he don't know how to act. He don't know how to carry himself like a man because your age and your salary don't make you a man. How you carry yourself and how you handle yourself is what makes you a man. Just because you can nothing a female and have kids right. don't make you a fucking man. Right. And that whole alpha male shit, listen, again, you don't have to be told you're alpha male. Mm. I mean, you don't have to say you're alpha male. You don't male. have to tell nobody you're type A. You don't have to tell are, nobody you're alpha male. They tell male. you you're type A. You know what I'm saying? That whole, oh, you beta males wouldn't understand alpha male. That I don't have to be told I'm alpha male. When I walk into a room, I get that respect. Everybody like, what's up, boss? Or... Who, who respect this motherfucker? Some... When I talk, motherfuckers will tell you, will say, you sound like you a supervisor or a manager or you somebody mm-hmm. prominent or some shit. Like when what I talk, yeah. like, hey, what do you do for a living? Because when you talk, you you got that confidence. 
Mm-hmm. That shit wasn't nothing alpha male or none of that other goofy ass shit. Because I done heard that shit too. Well, he alpha male. Everybody ain't going to say that nigga ain't no alpha male. No, no. Ain't shit about Antonio Brown alpha male. No. This nigga paint his fingernail. Yeah. Ain't shit about this nigga Stop. alpha male. That does not make you an alpha male. But it doesn't help. So, <laughs> yeah, basically we're on the same page about AB. It's just been everywhere, so we just felt the need to speak on it because this man is a train wreck. He really is. I need a train wreck, facts. It's like we can't look away because it's just such a wreck, but it's like... FDB. Gone are the days where you can get away with that kind of stuff because T.O. really shouldn't mm-hmm. have been getting away with it either. I wish I knew some of these dudes because... I pull these niggas to the side and say, man, you acting like a what bitch. What the hell is wrong with you? Man, who the fuck? You <laughs> was raised better than that, I would think. Like, what the fuck is going I through your mind ask, right where now? Was his, where's his mama? I don't know, but that nigga from Miami, Florida. Oh. Well, you know what Charlamagne says? The craziest people are from um, Bronx and all of, the, all of Florida. Then there it is. He's a cancer from Florida. He didn't have a chance. He a cancer from Florida. He's all fucked up. He's all fucked up. Well, uh, we we did see Spider Man over the holiday. Awesome. What did you think? Awesomeness. I thought it was awesome too. So listen, right? My my wife. My wife. I love her. I call her my chocolatey deliciousness. <laughs> but I love my wife so look she, we got there cause my wife was like I don't wanna sit through the previews this previews take what 20 happened. minutes this is not what so happened. what happened I didn't say that you didn't say ooh don't make me call the boy in here you that's not exactly what I said but go on that the the, the previews take 20 that minutes previews do take 20 minutes and you ain't trying to sit there for 20 minutes watching previews well, and stuff I you already saw sit for 3 hours so we tried to time it well yeah that cause she thought we thought it was over. well cause it was cause what 2 cause the end scene credits it was what 2 hours and 40 minutes plus scene credits no not but total yeah with end scene credits and everything it was 2 hours and 40 minutes but if you count the um uh, the, the uh, previews and shit it was make it three hours or something. So she was like, we're not going to get there until, you know, five minutes before the movie or whatever. We timed it right. But the fucking people making the popcorn and shit was slow as fuck. Mm -hmm. So I told them, man, y'all go ahead and go into the theater. And I told my son, Focus, I was like, man, you take your shit, you go, and I'll bring the rest of it. Spoilers. Spoilers. Well, you don't have any spoilers. Yes, I do. Yes, 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 I do have a spoiler. Spoilers. Spoilers alert. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers. Mm -hmm. Spoilers. Spoilers. We are going to talk about Spider Man No Way Home, and and we're going to talk about the Matrix uh, Resurrections. We will talk about those movies in their entirety. Not entirety. So there will be spoilers. Spoilers ahead. So, what I'm about to say next is going to be a spoiler. Uh-huh. So, if you don't want me to spoil the movie for you, then fast forward the shit uh, about 20 minutes. minutes or so, 30 minutes or so. <laughs> and then you can continue with the podcast when we start, listen, when we start talking about you when you hear I Am Athlete. You, if you're a nerd. When you, when you hear us talk about I Am Athlete, 
then we are no longer talking about like Spider-Man this. or uh, the real blurs have seen Spider-Man and the Matrix. Facts. Yeah, so by the time I walked into the movie. Matt Murdock was on the motherfucking screen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why well, didn't hear no clapping and no cheering? Yeah. This is fucking Daredevil. Yeah. This is fucking Matt Murdock from the Netflix the series. Like, they didn't recast him. He's right. here. Yeah. I walked in there and I looked at the screen like, oh, shit. I was like, oh. And everybody looking at me crazy. I'm we like, had a whack crime. I said, no, no, no. I said, babe, that's Daredevil yeah. from the Netflix. And she uh-huh. was like, yeah, I know. I'm like, hey, man. What the fuck? So, for me, somebody that watches all of the little shows and shit that be on the different networks the and shit. of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all, all that shit. To see him on the... In, to see they him in the MCU. Him. Yeah. Man, I was excited. That shit was fucking awesome. He dude. did good, too. His scene was tight. His couple of things. His look, yeah, that shit was tight. So... I missed the lead up up to him sitting in the living room with mm. them and at the kitchen table or whatever and him talking to them. Because that's what I walked in and then the brick come through the window and he grabbed it mm. without even fucking looking at it. Right. And he can't Peter's see. looking at him like, how the fuck? Yes. So, hey, so to me, that movie was amazing. It so, was good. It hit the ground running. Like, I'm going to let my wife, because she nudged me when this shit happened in the movie and she was like, no, we're not going to get there yet. We're not even there yet. Oh, okay. So, we're, so go we with, have to get next? to the foreshadowing and shit. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Glenn Parker and whatever the uh, whiskey we got over there. Keep going. And the NFL. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny in the NFL. No way. I wish. Hey, we'll take them checks, pimp. Uncle Roger, what we doing? I mean, Jay. Anyway, so, because, I mean, do you have a I don't know. Either way. Um, so, the beginning, they kind of hit the ground running, and I like that. They really did leave off with what happened in the last one, which is him, uh, Gyllenhaal. What, what, Mysterio. Mysterio blowing up Peter Parker slash Spider-Man's spot. And the shit just went to 100 after that. Because he had to go into hiding. And um, that's what brought up Daredevil having to come help. Because the everybody was trying to basically, you know, convict Peter Parker slash Spider-Man for these crimes. For killing Mysterio yeah. and all of this other stuff. And it's like... But did y'all know Mysterio's a big fraud? Like, but he did a good job turning the the people against the uh, Spider Man. It was crazy. So yeah, it picked up from uh, far away from home. Mm-hmm. And so that was just kind of crazy because his friends got drugged into it, and now we see why it's never a good idea. So I was wondering when we would get to the point, right? Like, of all the Spider-Mans that we've had, all the different Spider-Mans in the Spider-Verse, there was always that looming consequence of Spider-Man's choices of friends, choices in a mate, and how it just doesn't work. It doesn't coexist. And so, in this series with Tom Holland, it was always kind of looming in the background, but it was always happy-go-lucky, 
nothing ever really happened to uh, his MJ or mm-hmm. any of his friends. My family, yeah. Or his family. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-mm. Something's not right about this. The shoe's going to drop. But then when we lost um, Iron Man, I thought, okay. That's his Uncle Ben. Right. That's somebody that was really close to him. So they're going to use that and also everything that happened in the Marvel Universe. You know, the five years of craziness with the Thanos snap and all of that as his struggle as well. But no, 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 people. Oh, my God. The worst was yet to come. That movie, let me tell you, I felt all the feelings, okay? I felt happiness. I felt, you know, complete sadness because the part that Brother Rue was talking about, well, there's a couple of important things that happened. In the previews, they kind of made it seem like happy was going to be the one in danger if you kind of paid attention. So I thought, oh my God, what are they going to do to happy? At the beginning of the movie, though, Aunt May broke up with Happy. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, that shit was hilarious because he was not trying to let her go. I missed that part, but go. Oh, ahead. my God. That shit was funny. That's the one that you missed that you need to see because mm-hmm. that shit was on another level. So, I didn't even know they was broke up by the time this shit happened. Oh, my God. But then, it was weird. They ended up, they needed Happy, of course, because Happy could protect Peter and Aunt May Mm-hmm. During this time when everybody was like on Peter, you know, and basically they were in danger. Well, stuff was happening, and I just kept like Aunt May was just in a little too much danger, too close to danger than I thought that she should be. But I thought midway through the movie, oh, she's gonna be all right though, because she was all right. But when she said, with great power comes great responsibility, I hollered in the movie. I said, oh, my God, they finna kill her. She didn't say, oh, my God, they finna kill her. I said, she finna die. She didn't say that. Yes, I did. She didn't scream that. I did scream. She screamed. You just couldn't hear it because it was in a loud theater. She screamed, oh, no. I said, oh. And then she whispered to me, they finna kill her. And I was like, what? Nah, they ain't finna kill her. They already did the whole Uncle Ben thing. Yeah, like, that's what I'm doing too. They don't kill her. Oh, was I wrong? Oh. And then they got us because they had us thinking she was okay. Yeah, oh. she was talking to him like, you know, she gonna make it and shit. Mm, but I was told her. Moving, I, told, I, said, I told my wife, I told my wife, I said, nah, she finna die because that shit had blades on it. Yes. And it hit her full speed. So even if it... If even if she fell in between the blades, she got internal bleeding because that shit hit her too fucking hard, and she ain't no superhero. And she's a little lady; she's not Pepper yeah. from when Iron Man powers, right? Yeah, I was like, man, they don't, they should take her out, and it was sad because she helped the Green Goblin. Yes, she was the reason why Peter didn't fuck him off. Yes, and she the reason why he she let he let them out of that cage, and for him to do that shit. Because he didn't want to fucking, you know, he was trying to take over, uh, what's his name, Body? Uh-huh. I was just like, man, how the do doctor. you not have 
any self control over this fucking, monster inside. Like nigga, like you that off in the head that you couldn't fucking do anything about that shit. I like you couldn't try to fight it. You couldn't try to fucking and and, and kudos to everybody that came back. Ooh. Uh, and and did this because at that point. You know, Doc Ock was back. I liked it. Jamie Foxx's Electro was back. Liked it. And then Norm and um, um William Defoe's uh, Norman Osborn was back. Mm-hmm. And it was like Lovely. they made that shit so much better. Like no disrespect to the previous movies because those movies were great. Yeah. At the time that they came out. Yeah. But the way the MCU made that Green Goblin character evil. And it's like you hated this motherfucker. Like, you hated this motherfucker. Yeah, I never trusted him. And then the way William Dafoe carried that shit, like, yeah. kudos to him. Yeah. Like, it was, if it was some fucking uh, best actor in a supporting role in a comic book film, right. this that nigga should win that, it. That fucking thing out. Like, that shit. Like, bring out that, uh, Yo, he, he, man, so, Calvary. when they did that shit with uh, Aunt May, I was about as sad as when they killed Tony Stark. Yeah. That, and the sad thing is, my wife... Lady L, when they killed Tony Stark, she didn't really react to that shit. Mm, but when nah. they killed Aunt May, Ooh. I was like, that I ain't, me out. I was like, I didn't even know you like Spider Man like that, that. Oh, I love. So that's another thing. When I was watching the Spider Man movies, I realized I know the politically correct answer to who's your favorite Marvel hero is Black Panther, but Spider Man. Yeah, he's one of the favorites. Spider-Man. On the MCU. And the movies are always good. They're always, always fucking good. So, they give you the good and the bad. I'm not going to lie. Growing up, I didn't know nothing about Black Panther until they had the uh, show on BET. My, my go-to MCU, Marvel Universe characters, was Wolverine first because I of X-Men. Wolverine. Oh, my God. And then second was Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. I have never missed a Spider-Man movie in the movies. I always go see a Spider-Man movie. I didn't movie. know nothing about Black Panther. Until, like I said, until uh, Damon Hansu played him. In, uh, Jamin Hansu. Jamin Hansu. I know it, it is a deep His voice. In, uh, I said Damon. Jamin Hansu did it. And, uh, on the BT special, like I watched that shit. That shit was the shit. And I didn't even know about Luke Cage, to be honest with you. Because I didn't really get into comic books like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was more of a cartoon and a comic, you know, comic book characters that was on cartoons. That's like how I knew them. So I didn't really get to go to the comic book stores and get the comic books and shit. Right. I didn't even know about Luke Cage into the Netflix series. Not gonna yeah, be honest, be honest with y'all. Either. I'm a blurred in the sense of Japanese anime. When it came to DC and Marvel, if it wasn't a cartoon on television, I ain't know about it. But so, that man animated series is still one of the best. Hey, these DC, DC, Look at this little... DCEU ain't got shit on their animated series. They animated series is way better than any I of their movies. I think that's where they put all their like, so, energy into. But the MCU, they movies is good, man. Yeah, so everybody's saying this is the best Spider-Man. Now, I, I'm going to be realistic. In the moment... The Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans were the best Spider-Mans in the moment. I just remember being however old, years <laughs> ago, 20 years ago, 
being coming out the movie theater, being so hyped, so Segway. fucking Se- excited. Set up his segue alerts. Yeah. Speaking of Toby And when Maguire, I saw him come on the when that boy, when uh when the, when the, when his partner uh uh fat Asian no no uh, you call my Garfield Andrew Garfield no uh Spider-Man? no the homeboy oh um god damn it his name escapes me because of the good uh, liquors that I have been partaking in but when Ned yeah set up the and took Doctor Strange's uh, little ring <laughs> thing and he was trying find Spider Man find Spider Man. Bring a Spider-Man. And he was opening up them portals. And that goddamn Andrew Garfield came through that goddamn portal. I was like, I was, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I started clapping like, yeah. fuck these people I'm around. Y'all I niggas don't understand what's happening right now. I started clapping. And then he was like, no, nah, that's not our Spider-Man. Who the fuck is this guy? And then he was like, I'm Spider-Man, but, you know, I'm from a different universe. And, why does this kept? That is kind of like the Miles Morales yes. Spider-Man yes. from uh, Sony because that's kind of what they did. Mm-hmm. They made that. him Spanish or whatever, yeah. No, no, no. When they when he discovered the other Spider-Mans, oh, yeah. they had been there for a while. They just hadn't come out yet and said, hey, we here. And the pig. But they, they kind of flipped it because they had Ned open up the portals to him. That's one of the best movies. And Andrew Garfield walked through that bitch. (laughs) I started clapping. I'm like, fuck these people. I'm clapping. This shit is amazing. You bitches didn't clap for Daredevil. Uh, but fuck but y'all. But you gotta give it up for Spider-Man. So then when he's like, nah, let's do it again. Let's try again. Let's try again. (laughs) And then Tommy McGuire came through this bitch. I said, hey man, this shit here is amazing. Because it pissed me off that I hate all these goddamn articles I get where motherfuckers be trying to spoil the movie. Yeah. Like, this, like right now, they're trying to spoil Doctor Strange online. Right. And it's like, why do we need to know, like, what's wrong with our society that they can't be surprised? Right. Like, that's the point of Wait till the fucking movie comes out and watch it. That's why I try to Don't fucking sit here and try to figure out what's going to be in the movie before it comes out. Like, what's the point in that? The only time I ever wanted to do some shit like that is Mortal Kombat. Like, who wants to sit up there and try to figure out the fatalities? Right. Like, no, go get the book. It tells you all the fatalities and you put the code in. <laughs> but when it comes to fucking four, movies, four down. let's be, yeah, four, four down kick <laughs> from mid-distance. All right. Up, down, left, right, X from far away. I don't even play video games like, in that, That was fine. Like, you needed the goddamn little manual books for uh, goddamn Mortal Kombat. And I got my boy Big Dog. That nigga's lying. Nope. I hope he listened to the goddamn podcast. Nigga, you lying. I don't know a single fucking person that figured out the fatalities on Mortal Kombat without either writing that shit down he studied or getting the goddamn little books from fucking the Nintendo Power Books or the fucking game, uh, what was it, game, uh, mm. game informer books and shit game that tell you fucking the moves. But anyway, so. I remember that. Seeing these two motherfuckers walk through them portals on that shit? Yeah. If that was a way, if, you, if that was, like, I'm not one of those guys that just get all happy and excited on on cert, on shit. Yeah. But I, I had a I had a blur nut. Like, I, I oh, busted wow. a blur nut. Like, I was like, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Wow. Hey, oh my God. I was like, oh, 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 like, oh, my shit. 
These motherfuckers was really so pulled heavy, this but shit I together. Known because when the credits was rolling, I, he I, said Sony, Sony, I, Sony, and I'm like, Lady L ain't gonna okay. like this shit, but that's a new thing. I, I busted the blur in that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, we'll we'll see and we keep that. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So I was telling Brother Rue because he did miss the very beginning. You know how it has the little song. Da-da-da. It didn't do that. Because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. Exactly. But, no, no, no. It still does that during a Spider-Man movie. If you look at the other movies, it still does that when it comes on. But, but... No. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them, uh, R.I.P. Stan Lee had just died. So they did a tribute to Stan Lee. In the one opening of yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, Far From Home. But then the other one did have the music. The, it's the flipping pages and showing you all of the go back Marvel through comics. and see if the MCU intro was on the Spider-Mans now. I think it was. Because the I, first one. Had I saw that, I would have known. See, but that's why I was Because like, I know. So, okay. Because it's like Morbius that they keep fucking pushing back. I thought Morbius was coming out the weekend of my birthday. But they don't push the shit back to like March or April, oh, no. and it fucking pissed me off. But I wanted to see what uh, was gonna happen with that because, spoiler alert: if you look at the end of a uh, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the symbiote, a piece of venom, was left in Mexico the MCU universe whenever he had to go back to his shit. And so the question is, who's gonna play Venom? In the MCU because they haven't introduced the character from the Tobey Maguire uh, movies that was Venom. Yeah. And uh, Flash, if I'm not mistaken, he wasn't Venom. And Ned is a different villain. So it's like in the MCU, who would... Because they they already got a... a, a, um, Well, I I think... uh, I think... uh, What's his name? Oh. Is the uh? I, I gotta look. I think uh. We talking about the villain of Venom? Yeah, I think no. Uh, well, that's a, I that's. No, I gotta see something. Hold on a second. I'm gonna let you talk real quick. Let me look well, at something. Well, anyway, back to Spider Man. So also. I, bl- I nerd out on um, Doctor Strange as well. So the effects in this movie. So amazing. They did such a good job. And it was kind of cool how they were realistic in how the different Spider-Mans had the different power. Like only I think Tobey Maguire could take it through his wrist, right? Mm-hmm. But the like, other ones couldn't he, do it. He was the only one that naturally created his own spider webs. But yes. Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland had to use technology uh-huh. to get theirs. And they was just sitting there like, Wait a how minute. do you do that? that <laughs> and it's funny so because funny. when I forgot who found out that uh, Tobey Maguire could do it, they asked him that same exact question. Like, does it just come out of you like yes. that? And so they asked him that same fucking question. Yeah, so, that yeah, that shit, shit was, was hilarious. Yeah, but, the whole exchanges in the Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. Yeah, that shit was During the fight scenes. 
Oh my god, it, my nerd heart and, is so full. And and the scene itself was borderline how it was in the Spider-Man 3 movie where Sandman and, and Electro and all them was fighting. Mm-hmm. It was borderline kind of like it, but MCU did that shit. But no, what yeah. I was going to say is, so in Spider-Man 3, the Venom character was Eddie Brock. Uh-huh. In, in the Venom movies, the character's also Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what character, since there's technically already an uh, Eric Brock, is going to play Venom... In the MCU, because he's not going to immediately go straight to uh, to uh, Peter Parker. Right. So it's like, okay, who is going to be that character that introduces Venom right. in the MCU? And, you know, before he becomes, you know, attached to Spider-Man. So that's, you know, that's going to be kind of interesting, you know, because you got Spider-Man and Eddie Brock. But you know, you know they got this whole women's empowerment thing, so I don't know if it was ever. Oh, you know what? I lied. Flash Thompson was Venom at one point. Hmm. So maybe that's who they're gonna use. They're gonna maybe. use. They're gonna probably use uh, Flash Thompson since he's already a character that they uh, have introduced in the MCU. So that's why that kid is gonna be important because he's yeah, gonna start Flash. off as fucking Venom. And the MCU probably buy one of these Avenger movies or something, or the Young Avengers that they keep trying to introduce because they got Kate Bishop, and now they're finna do the Miss Marvel mm-hmm. uh, TV show. Is it a TV show? Or is it like a fucking? Is it a series? It's a series on Nef- on uh, Disney Plus, but are we counting that as like a TV show? Uh, what are we hey. calling those? Uh. Limited series, maybe? I don't yeah, know. It's like, what do we call these series? What is the technical phrase for these series that end up on, like, Disney Plus and shit? Because it ain't on TV, yeah, so can I it really be a TV it show? A limited series. Um, just like the the Hawkeye, which was amazing. Oh, my God. No, they call it a television miniseries. Because it ain't on actual TV. Yeah, so, the Sp- Spider-Man, if you haven't seen it, even with the spoilers, it's still amazing. The feelings you get and the things that happen and how they happen are so good. I really, really hate that we couldn't get that May back. I just, I love that May. Um, she was awesome. This variation of Aunt May in the Spider-Verse was so funny. Um, just... It was interesting to see Aunt May, you know, portrayed as a younger woman. So, you know, I mean, it was always sweet Aunt May, you know, sweet old Aunt May. But this lady was hilarious getting her swerve on. And so, R.I.P. to Aunt May. Like I said, even if you haven't seen the movie, even with this spoiler, it's still worth going to see it. It's... A phenomenal movie. And, um, you know, I would see it again. I actually want to go see it again, especially since Brother Root didn't see the very beginning. I would rewatch that. We're going to see Spider-Man this weekend. Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. I need to go see it again anyway. So we, 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 that's a movie. So we saw Black Panther twice or three Three times times in the movie theaters. This movie is good enough to where... We're going to go see it again this weekend. 
Yeah. Coming up. Fuck they don't it. make a lot of those no more. Yeah, that shit was now, good. Now, you know, we, we talked about Spider-Man. Now, we're going to get to the Matrix. Now. Spoilers! But again, this is another movie that I didn't get to see from the beginning. You didn't see the beginning, but you didn't miss much. I can tell you what happened. No. So, in hold the on, open, on. you hold did on. see the beginning. I'm going to let you finish. Oh. But, again, we got there because my beautiful... Oh. Loving wife didn't want to see the goddamn I the previews. previews. It's thirty and minutes. It, it, it the, the the mess up thing about it is the movie was originally supposed to start at three forty five, but the and day of I didn't check. I didn't check the uh, so who movie was time. That? that was your fault. Yeah, it's my fault. I didn't check the movie time again because I didn't realize that they changed the fucking movie time. It went from three forty five to three thirty. Yeah. So we planning to get there at three forty. No, what time we said we was gonna get there? We said we was gonna get there at four o'clock. Because that's fifteen minutes. So that's five minutes before we the preview still start. Make it in. But it started at three thirty, so that means you by only had ten minutes. We yeah. So but by the time we got there, we got there at three forty. Um but five. of course it was a million No, actually we got there at three fifty. We got there at three fifty. The movie started at three thirty, and it still hadn't started yet. So we went in. She went and sat down, and like five minutes later, no. so it tells me as soon as I walked in. Oh, as soon as you started. sat down, the movie was starting. So she was right. Movie start twenty minutes after. And somebody was sitting in time. Seat. Somebody was sitting in our seats. I made him get up. I ain't make him get up. I was like, hey, these four seats ours. He got up. He went wherever he was going. They sat and down. And by the time I sat down, it was open. I went and got the popcorn and shit. Mm-hmm. While I'm sitting down there at the pop, getting the popcorn, I got I got HBO Max on my phone. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to watch the intro on my phone while I'm sitting down here waiting on the popcorn. So I wasn't tripping about getting in there because I was like, well, I could just watch the shit on my phone until I get in the movie. Because we only, we wanted to give them box office sales because we want them to do another Matrix. Because if the Matrix don't, you don't. Then why the fuck did we go? I mean, I I didn't know that until I watched the movie. Okay, so that's how we. That's how we got to the movie. I didn't get to see it from the beginning again because I was in line for popcorn and shit. But I was looking at it on my phone. Anyway, Lady L was. We open with a variation of Morpheus. It's like another. People Matrix like that, verse. but if I'm be honest with you, I didn't really like it. I liked it, but it was like the subconscious of Morpheus, not actual Morpheus, of course. Um, not even a subconscious. It was just Neo's version of yeah. it. Yeah. So the movie, I liked it. Okay, I feel like there was elements of the movie that we needed, but some of that stuff they could have done away with. Now, they gave us hints, like Neil Patrick Harris with his blue glasses, the fact that he was his shrink. We know he's working for the Matrix, you know. Um, I forgot his name, the the boss. It was just kind of weird how he was in the the Matrix in the Matrix. The boss of the video game company was was Smith. Oh, yeah. And... That's where Smith ended up. And it was just weird the roles that everybody had kind of transformed to, but yet Neo just mentally checked out of all of it and just got into 
the well, weird. Well, I don't know what name they gave him because I always heard him call him Smith because he was Agent Smith. Mm-hmm. I don't think they necessarily gave him a name. He was just Smith. He's Smith, but he was his boss. Yeah, but he didn't have a name. He right. was just Smith. Right. Yeah. You said you didn't remember what his name was, but he was just Smith because he was Agent Smith. He just didn't know he was Agent Smith until... Yeah, he didn't know until he remembered, which was hilarious. Like, again, there were some elements, I guess, all that I... I like the movie. I would give it a 70 out of 100. The only thing that I feel like we were missing, they did try to incorporate, like, what's going on now a lot of flashbacks but that's what I didn't like so oh you meant like what's going on currently in real life okay Mm -hmm. my bad so to me I've always been drawn to the matrix because I feel like it was a metaphor for how we were living and it's even more so now because everything we do is on our fucking phone so I feel like they could have expounded better on that instead of making it just a video game world. It's like, no, no, no. This is bigger than that. No, I thought that was clever to make him think that it was just a video game. Because, I don't know, you know, whether you know it or not, you got a lot of people nowadays that when they play these video games like Grand Theft Auto, we can actually go look at Grand Theft Auto right now. And they are role players. Yeah, they're role players for fucking Grand Theft Auto where that's like a life for them to pretend that, so That's what I, the metaverse is. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, met, yeah. my baby's smart. Why are you moving? I didn't touch you. <laughs> so, that's why I thought that shit was clever because it's relevant to today. Like, people really do that shit. But they didn't expound enough. I think they should have really hit it. They could. They had a real chance, but they missed the mark, I feel like. Hmm. Because it was cool that... You know, you got Trinity there. She's this version that's unattainable. You like her, but you can talk to her. And you have limited access to her, but not as much as access as you would like. Mm-hmm. And that part was okay, but I was like, did y'all really have to write them not knowing each other? Yeah, because they made it make sense. Because Neil Patrick Harris' character, the analyst, was like, in every version of the Matrix that we've made since y'all, it never works unless we dangle the carrot to society. And you two, y'all's energy being the biggest energy of it, keeping y'all close to each other but apart, like right there by each other but apart, made it made the Matrix work. Like that'd yeah. be like me and you. We are so connected that if they took you and, and, and did, they could do that to me and you. Yeah. And in our heads, we'd be like, something's not right. Yeah. Like, you're so familiar. Yeah. Like, I think I'm supposed to be with that person. Like, mm-hmm. that yeah. person is, is somebody to me, but I just don't know who. And so that fight to figure out what that connection is, yeah. is what made everything still run. And so, I felt like they did an amazing job of saying, hey, y'all know each other, but you don't know why you know each other. Y'all need each other, but you yeah. don't know why. Well, the part and that it's I keeping like, everything else balanced. Yeah. Your fight to figure out who y'all are to each other is keeping everything else balanced. Right. The thing that 
once they figured that out, it was crazy. It was awesome. To the end, I actually did get emotional because they was like, fuck it, we either gonna fight to fight together to keep together, or we out this bitch. Like, they was willing to die for that shit. And they, when they grabbed hands, I was like, oh my god, that's like such a like a badass love story that they actually was like, look, we we gonna die for this right exactly. here. Exactly. And I was like, wow, they they hit it right there. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, that's all I was waiting on. It's like, they went through all the trouble to bring these people back alive so that they can keep the Matrix going. I thought it was cool that they brought back, okay, I don't know what program she was, the little, cute little girl. Santi. Santi. That was cool as hell. That was a dope time. Nairobi. The, the Mary Very Vig- surprising. The Merovingian was oh hilarious. Oh, the Merovingian. <laughs> That shit was hilarious. The Merovingian need to go sit down somewhere. I guess his wife left him. You, you know that's that's something that I want to explore. I need to because know. at this point he's one of the he's uh, homeless. the programs that was supposed to be deleted that somehow is surviving in exile. So yep. it's like he could be a fucking offshoot of what happened to him. That could be a story in itself. Maybe they can. Do we want to hear about the Merovingian for two hours? Hell yeah, that shit would probably be funny. It'll be funny. Yeah, no, it'll be funny. It'll be funny to see what the downfall was. Yeah. Oh my God, it would be funny. And if it's going to happen in French. Oh my God. With <laughs> subtitles. Oh my God. But I think our boy who played Morpheus, um, version of Morpheus, he did a damn good job. I feel like he studied the character. He embodied like the young energy of uh, what's this man named Lawrence Fishburne? Did you say what's this man named? Lawrence? I it, it it scared me for a second. I heard I was thinking Lawrence in my head, but I, she been drinking too. Yeah, so I thought that was good. Of course, I love Keanu Reeves. So any movie that I see of Keanu Reeves is really you can't do. Either wrong. I haven't seen a bad movie. And he did it good enough to where I didn't get John Wick vibes in this movie. Um, no, I got John Wick vibes. You did? Yeah. Weird. Especially when he was fighting. I got only John Wick. Uh, Wick. <laughs> John Wick. That's the, that I got John Wick vibes because they. That's this is the part where my only annoyance of the movie was that the first they talked about bullet time way too much. Second, it was kind of funny at first, but then it's like, but what else y'all got? I feel like the only real effects that they showed in the Matrix for the new age Matrix was them running on walls. I'm like, no, no, no. We have way too much CGI and shit that we can do now that this is what y'all got for me? But this boy was bending backwards, ducking bullets in 1999. I I was like, no, I need more from y'all. So, uh, my slurs and mix-ups and everything is brought to you by Glenn Parker. My wife, Lady L's slurs and mix-ups and everything is brought to you by Glenn Fittich. And at some point in one of our podcasts, we're going to talk about why do all of the whiskey... Brands that we drink start with the name Glenn. Yeah, but that's kind of interesting. I, I, I thought that was great. 
because they went from bullet time to the freeze time or whatever, where instead of it was just the bullets freezing, yeah. they froze everything and everybody, and they was moving. But technically, they they did the freeze it whatever, like, oh and really God. that shit was just like slow mo. We've seen right. slow mo before. That's so. what I'm saying. So but that was the like, funny oh thing. They was focused on finding the next big thing because let's be honest. At the time they did that slow bullet, slow motion bullet shit. Everybody, and their mama was trying to figure that shit out. We had games like Max Payne that came out and was hits because of that slow bullet time shit. Yeah. So the impact of that slow motion bullet shit at the time of those you movies, those that shit is the reason why loosely and and ultimately to me that we have shit like the MCU because you had movies like The Matrix that came out and pushed the envelope of The Matrix 2 when those two 18-wheelers crashed into what? each other and looked like fucking accordions and these motherfuckers went flying and shit. That shit or when he fought, uh, when he fought uh, Agent Smith in the park and it was like a thousand fucking Agent Smiths and shit. Oh, and, and when even he though, fought Agent Smith in the third one Resurrections and, and shit. So, I, I I liked that aspect of what they was saying about the movie. Like, we got to find the next big thing. Yeah. Because the Matrix trilogies changed, like, cinematography history. Like, yeah, they yeah, added yeah. some shit to cinematography that made them well, make the movies different. So, the way that they used the strings to, like, make them fight and elevate and flip. And that shit was on another level. Yeah. And I just don't feel like they did anything in this one that was like, no. oh my God. The way they did that slow motion shit at the end, when they was in that bar, whatever the fuck. Well, yeah, and they was moving was all cool. slow, and the way they was doing that scene with other people not being able to move, or certain yeah. people being able to move and shit like that, that was tight. It was tight, but it, wasn't, it was tight. Again, it wasn't, it wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't yeah. groundbreaking like Bullet Time, but it was yeah. still... I mean, I haven't watched the movie again. I've tried since I've been home. I need to watch it again because I need to kind of watch it from beginning to end. Because yeah, at the time, I, keep, like, I, but yeah. I, I was trying to watch it and standing in line for the popcorn, but I didn't really have the volume up because I wasn't trying to spoil it for everybody else around me. Right. So I felt like I yeah, missed that some shit. Been a real dick move. So, yeah. So I, I, I still kind of need to watch it. But I, I feel like. They did a good job of reintroducing it. I feel like fuck the people that hadn't seen the Matrix trilogy up until that point. We didn't need all those flashbacks. Yeah. Because I made I I didn't make. Man, we wasted. I time gave my son. Flashbacks. I gave my son ultimatum. I said, Hey, you, you watch these first three movies, or you can't go to the so movies and watch this shit with us. Them. And he he actually watched them. But then when we got in the movie theater, I was like, Damn, he watched that shit for nothing. Right, because it it was. It wasn't what I expected. So, yes, I did have focus. Sit there and watch the first three Matrix movies. We had fun watching the and, first And, you one. know, he enjoyed it, but when we Sadly, got to it, it they was just hold like... hold up. So, that's the thing about the Matrix movies. That movie was in shit that they did in this movie, the problem that a lot of people are going to have is those scenes were all just recreations. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that many scenes in this movie that were, that were new and original. Most it's of the like, scenes until you got to the end... Yeah. Uh, uh, most of the scenes until you got to the end were recreates. 
I do. Shout out to the person that was like four seats down from us that actually knew was a Matrix fan. Because there's a part where, of course, Smith is the boss looking out the window saying, you know, that line about people living out their lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we got a real fan. Now, mind you, I had a whole Matrix t-shirt. <laughs> Good. I gotta get to a go t-shirt. I don't have one. The one. one where he stopped the bullets. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I think it's they did. A, I think they did get a. I think they did a good job of explaining how he was still alive, and how uh, Trinity was still alive, with how they yeah. had to go through and recreate yeah, them was, and yeah, fix their bodies and shit. Otherwise. It's like because both of them niggas should have been dead, Dead. but them we regenerating their bodies in, in Matrix, uh, yeah that shit that happened res- with res- you, you sent all them little the, the all the little equipment and shit through through Trinity for nothing because. Well, not for nothing, but they explained how difficult it was to regenerate their bodies. So, in that aspect, I think they did a good job of tying up that loose end because who's going to deny but that? But they really didn't explain what happened to Morbius. Did Morbius just die? Because why was Naobi well, still alive? Well, you saw how old Naobi was. Naobi, yeah. And how much older was Morbius than Naobi? Mm, I mean, not that much older. And I feel like if they do another movie... There will be some more about Morpheus, I think real we Morpheus, need to hear more. because the Morpheus in this movie was a fucking program. Yeah. So I liked him. Though. People was like, "Why did they change the Morpheus?" It's because Lawrence Fishburne Morpheus was a real person. I have a question about Morpheus and Resurrections was a. Yeah, he said he didn't never get asked. Oh, they never well, they asked him asked to him. come back. They never reached out to him about the new script. Or nothing. Really? They oh, just did the new shitty. movie and left him out. I think and Keanu Reeves was like, should have been in it. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be, you know, putting words in people's mouth. But Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves was like he didn't know that. Oh, because I know think he really liked that. Him. That's why they didn't ask because it's weird that they asked um, Jada Pickett to come back, but they didn't ask Lawrence Fishburne to come back. Right. And we, they need Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. They need Keanu Reeves because of the connection of those characters. But to have not Opie in the movie, but not have Morpheus, um, you know, it's, you know. And again, the way I saw the movie and not realizing what that Morpheus was, I didn't really like it. But once I saw it, you know, I went back it. and I watched the first half that I couldn't hear. Yeah. I was like, okay, that makes sense. No, I loved it. Because loved he wasn't exactly Morpheus. Morpheus. Yeah. He was the idea of what Morpheus was to Neo. Yeah. And so that's Style why. It, yeah. So in his mind, Morpheus was like this drippy, super cool character. Yes. That just was like, oh. Yeah. So that's how he wrote him. He, he had the qualms yeah. to quote. So that's up. how he wrote him in the video game. Yeah. To I mimic like his idea of how he saw Morpheus through his eye. Yeah. So in that aspect, I was like, okay, that was dope. Yeah, I, I was sold on that. I was sold on that. Tiffany's Trinity's mm. husband was whack. Wigged a fucking whack. She said she called me that shit one more fucking time. fucking whack. fucking Tiffany. Y'all know it's like Tiffany. Y'all really? Then I think they even made a joke about like 
Really? Tip. But like, then, that's what Trinity, y'all gonna do? Trinity, Tiffany, Tiffany, Trinity. Trinity is such a profound name to go to Tiffany. No offense to Tiffany's, but really? She didn't even look like a Tiffany. She kind of do look like a Tiffany. Not even close. My look like a Tiffany. If you ask me as a guy, I would call her Tiffany. No, I wouldn't have. She look more like a Tiffany than a Trinity. No, she look like a Trinity. She's She is Trinity. Bars. I don't oh, know. Wow. Were you trying to do the air one? Yeah. So well, the big I mean, reveal twist, cool moment of this movie was Naomi. Naomi. And they probably would not open. I said Naomi. No, I was saying, I was agreeing. Oh, when they when they when she came out, I was like, yeah. But it's funny that again it shows the growth of a person or the change of the person. Because she was a tad more free spirited in the Matrix trilogies mm-hmm. than she was as an old. Now woman. she's really concerned. She had something to lose. Yeah, she like, look, I'm and old. She I didn't wasn't, get this far for no bullshit yeah, to go down. She wasn't trying to lose what she built. Yeah. Which happens when you mature and you Gained something. And now she understand why old boy was whining about why well, did you want the Nebuchadnezzar to leave? Well, I'll say when you gain something that you don't want to lose. Oh, let me talk about the one cool aspect that I did lose my shit for is the operator. Like being visually there in the Matrix with them. When he was talking to them, I was like, yes, fucking yes. This is what I want. This is what I need right here. Do you remember that? Like anytime they were They didn't do a good job of explaining that though. But it was so fucking tight. I was like, like I didn't yes. understand. I can't say I didn't understand. I understood what was happening. I understood that that was the operator and he was walking them through shit. Yeah. But was he In real time. And I know with Link in um in the third uh Matrix movie, uh not uh not Resurrections, but uh uh, revolutions. Revolutions. He could, well, even in the original one, they can see and read what was happening in the Yeah, Matrix. they can read the program. This so, is, yeah. it was like reading a book for them. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more than that now. Having them, I think he could virtually he was, be there. Yeah, like him virtually being there, was that like a figment of her imagination? Or was he there and he could really see what was happening? I think it was like, you know how in Black Panther when Shuri was in the Lexus? Mm. I think it was like that. Mm. How the Lexus is with her. She's driving it in a place somewhere else. But she is also right there doing the moves. I think that's the way they had to operate it. I think the train scene was dope. And fun. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yes. their escape was the mirrors. Yes. And it's like. I can't figure that. <laughs> you want this nigga to go through this little ass mirror? Yeah, that's another thing that I, I'm so glad that they changed because they had to. Like, we are in such a digital world now. You wasn't going to have no regular landlines mm-hmm. for them to go through to get back through the Matrix. So, I like the mirror. Yeah, who the fuck like uses it. a landmine anymore? Yeah. <laughs> if you lose a, if you use a landmine, Land kudos line. to you. I said landmine. Landline. <laughs> Again, this episode of Blur Perspective is brought to you by Glenn Parker and Glenn Vintage uh, Whiskeys. So, yeah, but, I yeah. like the mirrors. That, yeah, that was, was that was good. Yeah, that was cool. So, 
All in all, I like the Matrix. I hope that they do the two more Matrix to Is like do some kind of. I I was I assumed, but based on what I read. The, another Matrix is not even guaranteed. I just hope. Because you can't have two motherfuckers fly off into the sunset yeah. with all that power and not expunge upon it. Right. Like, I want to fucking know. Well, your because the Because the, the, that's the... Nope. That's the one thing they didn't do in this movie. They didn't explain what the fuck happened. Because at the end of Revel, uh, Revelation, There was peace. There was peace. Yeah. Neo did what he did to save the machine world and to save Zion. Yeah. What happened in between him doing this? And because we all understand that everybody wasn't gonna want to leave the Matrix. Mm -hmm. We get it. We understand that the computers and the machines still needed humans as batteries to live. Mm -hmm. But what is the beef, Kearney, in this movie? That has them going against each other again. I don't think again. it's beef. I think it's a cold, relationship, codependent relationship. I think that's what it is. It's just a codependent relationship. Of what? That nobody the? wants to get out of. The machines don't want to stop needing the humans. The humans don't want to stop needing the machines. Mm. I think that's what it is. Mm. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm, I'm watch I'm it one watch it more again, time. But that's basically what I got out just of it. To see people don't want to live. People don't want to face reality. I think that was the point. But what up? So, well, maybe. But what's the point? So, so again, if it's a coexistence, mm-hmm. why did they have? Why did they have agents? Because you gotta have agents to control shit. We have what is there to control like, if everybody knows that we're in a simulation? <laughs> what is there to and control? The, and then, and that that, that was free. another dope. That was another dope thing. They didn't necessarily have agents. They had like these programs or whatever. They they had programs that was built inside the matrix, along with the humans that could just be activated mm-hmm. and go into kill mode, mm-hmm. which was made sense because. So, here we go. Matrix. This is my theory. When you looked at Revelations, when when Agent Smith said, when Agent Smith went to uh, the uh, the Oracle, um, when uh, the dude, the uh, protector, and Santi was leaving, Mm -hmm. and he was talking to him, he said, hey, mom. Mm -hmm. So, my thought is the reason why the Oracle is who she was is because she had to have the foresight to tell the Sentinels where the humans were that could create damage into the Matrix. So when you suddenly saw a Sentinel appear, it's because the Oracle was telling them where to go. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And that's why she was mom to the Sentinels because she was the leader of the Sentinels Telling them where to go to get these humans that was running rampant inside the Matrix. Mm-hmm. So in this, double agent. So, yeah, she was a double agent. So, in this new Matrix, they didn't have that. Right. Because they had, uh, you know, the the new version of the Sentinels that were just created inside the application. So, for every five fucking humans that was in the Matrix, three of them or two of them might have been actual sentinel programs mm-hmm. 
that could be activated. Because the other thing was, if a sentinel took over a human body, did that human body die? Exactly. So instead of killing off that battery, we'll just put a program in here that can be activated and we can still keep all these human batteries that would... You know, be at our beck and call. That's but I good. feel like the 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 uh, because when he talked to uh, when he talked to Mister Visa V and all that, and <laughs> he was real. like he was the father of the Matrix, <laughs> and he was like, well, if you're the father of the then Matrix, she's then she's the mother. mother. And he was like, please. please. She was just the lead, or she was basically the Oracle was basically head of security. She was the head of the Sentinels, and that's why the Sentinels knew where to be. Whenever a human was getting out of line, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my thought. That yeah, makes sense. That's a that's a good take. That's a good blurred take right there. Yeah. So that's 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 my take on who the oracle well, was. Well, so, I say what, watch it, watch it again, and then watch it again, because then maybe you'll be able to make some sense out of it. It was a good movie. It just wasn't as. I think there's a lot of nuances and nuggets in there that you have to catch. And that's a lot being in a movie theater. People coughing. You think you're risking your life. <laughs> you think you're going to die. So <coughs> maybe just watch it at home. <laughs> oh, watch it at home. It's, I I was like, yo, we can go get popcorn. We got drink. We got the couch that got the cup holders and with the recliners and shit that all three of us could recline and watch the seat like if we was at the movies. Oh, no, I want to give them the box sales. So you still box selling it? Um, I don't. Not with a Domarion out here. Well, now they got the Demicron or the Delta. I'm just tired of all of it. Cause now they got the Delta and the Omnicron mixed together. So now they got a new variant. They got yeah, two so, those two together. So yeah, I risked my life as Spider Man and Matrix because I was excited. But I'm telling you, as a person who saw it, you can see it at home because again, you'll be able to catch all that little stuff. That you can't catch when somebody coughing up along around you. And sneezing and shit. And you got to start to hold your breath. And yeah. It gets crazy. That's why I don't like being in the theater for over three hours. I feel like you just exposing yourself to stuff that you don't need to be exposed to. That's all. A bunch all. of bush. We shall see. Um, I mean, like I said, it was a good movie. It wasn't... It just wasn't, I thought I was going to get the feeling of Matrix 1, and so, that's not what it was for. I don't like to compare shit. I hate when people compare shit. But if you were going to go see a movie, Spider-Man No Way Home mm-hmm. is what you should go see. Yeah. And then if you You're still want to go see a movie, then go see The Matrix Resurrection. I mean, you almost have to. It's like your nerd right to see both of those, I think. But thank goodness now, you can see Matrix. At I'm home. disappointed in myself because I should have went for the nerd trifecta or the blurred trifecta because I should have saw uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, I heard it. But I decided good. to wait and see it. And right now, these motherfuckers are trying to make me pay $20 to buy it when I just want to rent it. But I'm not so, going to the movies at this time. Yeah. <laughs> not at this time. So I'm going to send back G.I. Joe, this G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie. Cause Please I send back that Didn't movie. even finish that shit. Yeah. 
I don't know why Brother Root ever gets a G.I. Joe movie. I try to tell him it's a I love G.I. Joe growing up. The movies are just don't hit like the damn... All the winners did good in that first G.I. Joe movie. Yeah, okay. I'm not into it. I'm not into it, but, you know, just to wrap it up, um, I'm Athlete. Versus the pivot. It's not versus, but go ahead. It is versus. You want to know why? It's I'm going to tell you why. I'm upset. So. They are not enemies. We. They are brothers. Yeah, okay. Allegedly. Okay, so. <laughs> you know, I'm going through. You know. How do you say allegedly? I was so getting I say they my entire life watching Iron Athlete. I love Brandon Marshall. Who put you on the Iron Athlete? Brother Ruth. Oh, okay. But I, I heard him talking about she it. Gave on, me credit. Uh, all the smoke. But I love Brandon Marshall. Anytime. Hold up. I can watch hold Brandon on. Marshall. Hold on. What? By the time Brandon Marshall went on uh, all the smoke, we had already been watching I Am Athlete. No. But my wife do not like giving me credit for shit. I Sorry. did, but I'm saying I don't think Go I cared that much. Because I just, as a. He is has a natural talent for broadcasting. Being that he was on Showtime as a broadcaster, I feel like he brought that expertise to the podcast, okay? So, they didn't like Brandon, probably because Brandon is like, I don't know, 6'7", and could like smash their head in. So he's six four, six five. I'm being old. funny, but he towered over them. He's a massive man. But I just like the way Brandon runs the podcast. But obviously, two of the people and allegedly three don't like the way he runs the podcast. And that's basically what I got out of the little bullshit explanation. Chad, because Chad is on there with them now. Uh-uh. I think you draw lines in the sand. He's a special guest. I don't give a shit. He was on there talking about AB. He did a whole episode about AB. Special guest. It sounds great, but this is my problem. I mean, so far, all they've been able the to do is The child of I'm Athlete seemed to be Brandon. At his house, I might I add, nobody else was trying to host this shit at their house. He was opening up his home for this shit. And apparently, you know, the little chickens was clucking about who wife didn't want them at home and all this other stuff. And I, it's like the AB situation. So, Ryan Clark, who is funny... And ironic, we were just talking about Ryan Clark and how I adore Ryan Clark as a colorful sports commentator. You adore As a colorful sports commentator. I love his take. He did a thing one night, I think after Monday Night Football, where this boy had the board going and drawing and routes and explaining shit. And it was charismatic and it was everything. And I said, Wow. This is what he is meant to do. This is perfect. This is the light I want to see him in. Always. Only to find out that he gets on the pivot when Fred Taylor and Channing Crowder. And so now they have a podcast. Now, 
I don't necessarily care for, I don't know that I don't care for Ryan Clark on the podcast. I think he did good on Iron Mathlete. I think he's honest. I think he tries to have a good, fair take on things. But I think he is trying to be the moderator because, again, he has the broadcasting background from ESPN. Right? Am, is this, am I wrong? No. Okay. So. I think he's the moderator. But, first of all, I don't know that he is better than Brandon at doing it. Because it was so natural, like the segues and and things, the way that they handled I'm Adley was more natural. I feel like at least the first episode of the pivot was kind of like a fucking. What do you call it when somebody's trying to like clean up some shit? Somebody trying to clean up. Some oh shit. well, like a smear campaign basically against. You think it was a smear campaign. Yeah. Why? That's the way it felt. They've and all. That's sh- what I don't like. They've all shown each other nothing but the utmost of respect. Mm, how so who wife don't want them in the house? Cause they didn't even have to bring that up. I mean, that's a good question. Like that's the kind of stuff I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This I thought y'all was friends. Like you want to just say I want to have another podcast because I want to be more important. Like I don't care <laughs> if that's what you want to do because you know you want to get out of Brandon Marshall's. Shadow. Nobody would be mad at you for that, but you don't have to make like all these innuendos about him. Mm-hmm. And and um, it was kind of interesting. They tried not to say I am athlete. They tried not to say Brandon Marshall's name. It's like, damn, did he put a cease and desist on y'all? They say I A A. But so why they can't get love? Like why can't get? Why can't you say I am athlete? If you go to YouTube, y'all are on like 30 episodes of this shit. So why say I ain't? Don't want to pay for that shit. Again, so somebody put a season to cease on somebody? I don't know that they put a a, a cease and desist on it, but that's something you would have to pay for, though, right? I don't think so. It's like YouTube. That's like somebody on YouTube mentioned another YouTuber. Like, I don't think you can do anything about that. Uh, no. Saying somebody's name on your podcast. I don't know. You might be right, though, because it's a fucking podcast. So, so that's why I was like, hmm, what the fuck is up here? Why y'all can't just say I Oh, you know what? They was probably saying I because they didn't want to do the free promotion. But so why not? No, you're right. Like, if I agree y'all with friends. you. Because, I mean, he shouted out they whole fucking podcast to pivot. On his Instagram and shit, so... I don't know, but on the outside looking in, I'm going to just tell you my messy take. Brandon is smart and fast moving, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like them people that he was doing the show with weren't necessarily feeling the fact that he took ownership of it. But if he's the only one... Doing being a production person, coming up with the topics to talk about, then can you blame him? Like everybody has jobs in a podcast, just no. behind the scenes no. of our podcast. My problem, 
Go ahead. What they said on the pivot is if because to me it sounded like Brandon Marshall came to them while they were in a lockdown, while they were going through the pandemic shit and nobody was really doing something, it was like, hey, yo. Let's do this. What if we sit around, what if we sat down and we did some shit where we talked about what we thought about shit? Because it's interesting. Because that was Brandon Marshall's idea. Right. So, because they never explicitly said that it was one of their ideas. Right. Because if it was one of their ideas, I feel like they would have said, I came up with the idea of us going around and, and sitting down and talking about this shit. Yeah. So to me, it was Brandon Marshall's idea, and it was Brandon Marshall's pro, uh, uh, platform and his house. He has House of Athlete. It was all his people around. Yeah, he was footing the bill. Cameraman. My problem with with niggas is you wouldn't <laughs> what go. <laughs> I love how you brought strength to niggas, go. Because it's nigga shit. <laughs> because my shit. problem is, had that been ESPN, yeah. had that been Fox Sports or some shit, they would have just been talent Yeah, that was assigned to do some shit. Yeah. But because you was at your homeboy house who came up with some shit and wanted you to be a part of it, now, he's supposed now to you want ownership of it. Yeah. And it's like, Nigga, this was my idea. But I'm gonna tell you what fucked with up. With my production company, you. with my shit. Yeah. You are the talent. I am the creator. I want to give you That's a percentage of some ownership or some shit. I want to help Let's you monetize bread. on your shit. Yeah. Let's break bread on the shit. But this is my shit. So then he would have House of Athletes. He was smart enough to print up shit and have it ready for them to put on. So I guess that was wrong. Never. That was selfish, I guess. Right. So it's like, if do you if you got a clothesline, then maybe bring your shit up here and so say I, again. I'm one of those people that I don't try to look left or right. Oh, I no, try I'm to look down the middle. Harsh. I'm sorry. I don't try to look left or right. I try to look down the middle because if you tell me the reason why y'all split was because create uh, creative creative differences. What does that mean? I agree. That the show in its current state is not what it was originally. It's never going to be. Either one of their shows is not what it's going to be. Yeah, because originally they were talking about whatever was happening in the sports world at the time. Yeah, and it matters and who's a, talking about it. And to a small it. extent, when they were talking about shit that was happening in the real world, they didn't really use Fred Taylor in them. Right. Because originally the cast was Brad and Marshall. Yeah. Um, Chad, no Reggie, uh, Reggie oh, Wayne, Fred Taylor, and Channing Crowder. When they wanted to talk about the Black Lives Matter shit, yeah, it was Brandon Marshall, Channing Crowder, and whoever else. I so want to hear because I never heard him talk about I'm, Black I'm, Lives Matter. I'm, I'm kind of surprised at Channing Crowder because you were on everything. Mm. You was on the I Am Black. I told you because originally they had I Am Athlete, then they had I Am Black, and then they had the I Am Athlete. So, Shannon Crowder was on all that shit. Yeah. So, for him... Fred Taylor was not the one. Fred Taylor was only on the I Am Athlete shit and the I Am NASCAR shit. And if you notice, toward the end of his shit, he didn't really have anything to say. Honestly, uh... uh, Well, he would do a tantrum and up and puff if he didn't get his question. Starting with the... Maybe... I honestly feel like starting with the Andre Johnson interview or after... 
He started the whole you don't let me talk shit. Yeah, but it was only because of people he wanted to talk to. Yeah. Whenever it was somebody he wasn't interested in, then he didn't He didn't really say talk. shit. So as far as the editing show. Yeah, that's what my problem was. It's like, yo. And this can be my perception because I'm a consumer of the, of the okay. podcast. So then so the other thing was, so that's what I felt about the pivot. Because on I Am Athlete, it seemed like they went from just, because originally to me, they had people on there like Vic and Cam Newton uh, and, and, you know, some other people, Terrell Owens, Rick Ross. They would talk about the person. But then they would also have that person talk about whatever was happening in the sports world at that time. Mm-hmm. And so once they went away from that and started talking about, you know, specifically just that person and what was going what, on with what, them what and got shit, them to, what's their process? I, I can see, because Fred Taylor's thing was always, we got these young guys out here, we the OGs, they listen to us, we inspire them, let's give them knowledge. But you can, that can so, come from two different if you ways. look at the first episode of The Pivot, because we haven't listened to the second one yet. Yeah. That's kind of what they did. They talked about current shit that was happening from their OG perspective. They sound like, I'm going to tell you what my perspective in the first episode of The Pivot was. Basically, they wrote down every little thing that they wanted to say on Iron Athlete that they couldn't get out. And said it in that episode. Which is I'm why like, they have the pivot. But because they like, feel like... That shit that you they, said wasn't because important. They, and we got it the first so time. So that's one thing you got to respect then. They felt like because it was I Am Athlete, with all due respect, that's Brandon Monster shit. How can we tell him anything? But with a pivot, it's all of ours. Well, I can, so we I, all have a I, voice. I'm only going to watch this second episode with To Chad, see where it goes. To see... If they let Chad run that shit. Because the thing is, I know what this is about. We all know who is the more important people. And you know how that goes with egos. Brandon Marshall is a superstar. He is a household name, okay? I didn't know who Fred Taylor was until this show. Or Chad and Crowder. So I'm not even trying to be funny. So so it's all Um, But everything that I wanted to hear... What's from Chad Johnson? I love and, you. Uh, I love you. Brandon Marshall. I love you. I love you too. And you swear to God, you a football girl. Mm-hmm. But with all due respect, if you didn't know who the fuck Fred Taylor was, you ain't a real football. But fan. what I'm saying is, he's not okay. So there's a difference. We're not gonna what act difference? like there's a difference. We're Fred not Taylor gonna act like a there's a difference. Show, so, he was but one of the greatest but he's, backs of he all time. He wasn't like vocal. He wasn't a person no, that was out he there. He wasn't a showboat. Chad Johnson he wasn't an was asshole. out there. So Chad no, no, was no. Out there. Fred Taylor wasn't an asshole. He wasn't a showboat. He wasn't a fucking diva. Why he do was you gotta be a player. diva? Because I know who the fuck you are. Because you know who they are. Because they were fucking divas. No, so, no, 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 no. That's why I didn't say just diva. I said he wasn't vocal. He wasn't a showboat. He wasn't a diva. He did his job better than fucking 90% of the NFL, and then he fucking kept it moving. And he was quiet, so it's you want a microphone now, and we supposed to all stop Fred Taylor should have been a fucking... Fred Taylor should have been a Hall of Famer. 
That ain't got nothing to do with him having a podcast and me wanting to know. True. Again, Chad oh, well, Ochocinco is say a that. superstar. Say that. I want to know what he thinks say about that. shit. B. Marsh say is that. a superstar to me. Say that. I want to know what he thinks about shit. Say that. But when it comes to the football aspect of it, be clear. Outside of maybe Chad Johnson. We're talking about Gen Pop fans, though. See, this is the well, problem. That's the this problem. Is the problem. That is a problem because y'all niggas don't know that. If you want to be honest and technical about it, on that square, Fred Taylor was the, was the best football player out of all them niggas. And then so why could, was I talking about the X and the Y every episode? Which is why I think because them other niggas Chad Johnson and Brandon Marshall I think that's was, why they was mad. because Chad Johnson and fucking Ocho Cinco. I mean, Chad, Chad yeah, yes. Because Chad Johnson and Brandon Marshall were receivers. <laughs> when fucking Deion Sanders, who is a GOAT, the greatest athlete to ever fucking play football, got on that show, he said, out of all this shit, let's be clear. This nigga sitting right here, this man right here, this motherfucker right here, Fred Taylor is the epitome of a fucking NFL running back. Truth be but told, we talking about X and y. truth be told, in a lot of instances... The only motherfucker you gonna take over Fred Taylor is Emmitt Smith, and but maybe, maybe, maybe you would what take Marshall, and maybe you'll take Marshall Falk or like a. Well, I can't I don't say we, uh, what I say ain't got is nothing to do with this. I, not Brand, not Marshall Falk. Uh, Barry Sanders. That don't have nothing to do with this. That's Fred Taylor problem. was a top five running back. I don't care ever about in that. the NFL. And now he just looks like. The asshole who broke up automatically. No, because his name ain't first. Shannon Crowder's name is first. Shannon Crowder is a nigga that was just a little linebacker. It's like me Shannon and Crowder Brother Rue saying, well, uh, I don't get to talk as much as I want, so I'm going to make a blood perspective pivot. Purposely. I mean, you cut me off and you talk over me and shit, but you know, I ain't trying to go nowhere. But also, guess what? Like B-Marsh... Behind the scenes, I'm the one who comes up with the topics for this show. I don't disagree, but we have our sports that we do. I, you come up with the content and what we're going to talk about. You do the intros and stuff and you I, you lead. I do the yeah, production piece of it. I cut and paste. I upload. I press record. I set up the microphones. And all that yeah, other stuff producer. behind the scenes. So, that's not the case with a fucking podcast like so that. So, they just show they up get in thousands, the... hundreds of thousands of views. They don't even do any of you're, you're right. You might be right. They probably do. They probably... But that's my point. They probably just showed up. Somebody gave them the topics, be it Brandon Marshall or whoever was on his team, gave them topics, or it was just off the fly. Maybe he didn't even tell them what the topics was. He just said the shit, and then they have to give their thoughts. But that's why he should have the ownership that he had in it. They were just talent. Well, but I'm and not I feel even like they don't that. understand I that. think they could have literally I, I come up with... A solution because so it's Brandon never Mar- gonna be the same, and I'm not gonna sit there and watch two fucking shows every week. So some why not? Here. You watch The Breakfast Club, and then you watch Brilliant Idiots. Well, Brilliant Idiots is only one time a week. They want to try to jump out here, and no, that each one time a week. So Breakfast uh, Club breath- every day. Yeah, but on the radio. But um, 
What is that? Shout shit? out to Brilliant the, the, the I Am Athlete is every Monday. Schultz, see, the pivot is every brother. Wednesday or Friday. So, but yeah, um, I here's my problem. Mm-hmm. Again, as a casual, I would say I'm a casual football fan because mm-hmm. I don't know, like Brother Rue, and I think we talked about this. I don't. I'm an NFC girl, so I would have never been privy to anything Fred Taylor was doing because he plays played for the Jaguars. And I didn't watch the Jaguar. I'm not even trying to be mean. 90% of this damn country didn't watch the Jaguars. Just Jacksonville and Texans people. So, all I'm saying is I think it's cool that what he, the things he did on the football field. But Brandon Marshall, we have a rapport with him, a relationship with him that goes back to fucking inside the NFL. So, I'm going to pick him. So you have a you have a relationship with Ryan Clark, and to but me, now my well, relationship Ryan, with on, Ryan Clark is that he's an ESPN employee, hold, so he no, can't no, ever no tread a line because well, he's an ESPN the, employee. So the funny thing about this shit, people, is when while this shit was going on, we were trying everybody everybody was trying to figure out what's happening with IA, what's happening with I am athlete. And everybody and so, kept hyping up Fred Taylor about where's Fred. He's like, this is why he because when he, he spoke, got leverage. Because when he did say something, it was worth listening to. So when they was doing when when Brandon Marshall did the whole what's next for I am athlete and shit, you know, he didn't really say anything about the I am athlete Miami people. Yeah. So, you know, we was left thinking, you know, what the fuck is gonna happen? But to say that Channing Crowder and Fred Taylor was an important piece of it, that would I'm be naive. Saying, I'm not saying that. And they we were all hoping that, that they would work the shit out. But also to act like Brandon Marshall shouldn't have the majority of ownership. We in don't shit even know if that's what the is, issue was. It is because why would you do the pivot? If if it boiled down to it, they double talked and back talked because because this is what because look at it this way, Brandon Marshall has a house of athlete. They have I am woman, which can we even do that now? Because now your woman can't come because you ain't even talking to them, and you. But nobody's mad at Chad Johnson's wife for having a Netflix show. Well, she's on a Real Housewives type show of of real estate or whatever. So that's different. But she got her own shit though. She always had her she own branched shit. She branched out. She's a fucking real estate mogul. So then is Shannon Crowder mad because his wife wasn't a part of that? But fucking. What that got to do with Michi? Because Michi ain't a part of none of that shit. So then why would Michi is a doctor. My point. So then why wouldn't Shannon Crowder's wife still be on I Am Athlete? Well, oh, you mean I Am Athlete? Who yeah. knows? I mean, so, because y'all out here backtracking and backtalking and being messy about what wife didn't want who at home. Now y'all creating division in the whole so, fucking so, group. So that was that was the only problem I had with the first episode of the pivot. They was like talking to girls about Brandon shit that Marshall. They knew about, and it's because like, no. B. Marsh went on on his Instagram and gave a shout out to the pivot and wished them brothers good luck. But then you get on the show and you start talking about who wife didn't want them at home. And it's like, well, who the fuck are you who talking, are you talking about? Because you can't be just because, talking about a random Because my player. thing is... You're talking about somebody on our Because 
Because I find it hard to believe you're talking about B. March because Mishi was there. And if she didn't, I find it hard. I find it hard to say. I find it hard that you was talking about Chad Johnson because his fiance was there. She would come on a lot of shows. Yeah, she was there. She was there, and if if you pay attention to intros, they mention the fact she was there. (laughs) For a lot of the episodes and shit, if you paid attention, especially in the beginning, Michi was there. So when you said that shit, who are you talking about? Who the fuck? All we could think is that you was talking about Brandon Marshall. Right. That was messy. That, and and that's our perception. And if it's wrong, it's wrong. But don't talk it in codes yeah, about shit it, in it between your friends. It didn't sound good. And then I think Fred Taylor said it. And then Channing Crowder co-signed it. Channing Crowder they said it. That did the it, thing that uh, bothered Call me Brown. He like did this kind of. Yeah, like, he like tapped him. Yeah, like why would you say that? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> when Brandon Marshall has been nothing but hospitable to you, he's never said anything. And then the crazy thing about it is Shannon Crowder is still on I Am NASCAR, unless that was the last time this week, like right, previous we'll week, see. that he was gonna be on I Am NASCAR. Well, but I'm a, you're still on I Am NASCAR. And I have had discussions about. Like, when it was going that way, when, like, Shannon would always be there, but sometimes Fred wouldn't. I said, I feel like Channing is one of those people that, um, I just feel like, I don't, I, I want to say this in the nicest way possible. I really do. Um, how can I say this? I just think he's team establishment. So... You know, sometimes when you have people like that, they tend to, I don't know, I'm trying to say this nice because it's all love and I like all of them on the show. But oh, I just feel his like... D, because it's D1 stance? Well, everything is sort of like that stance. I feel like he's very team establishment, team the man. Mm-hmm. And so I always said... That if anything happened, he would be the one, the one of the reasons because I feel like he's not, he doesn't really fuck with black-owned things like that. I mean, to to say it in the nicest way possible. But that's shocking because when you saw Brandon Marshall and he was on uh, TMZ and they was talking, he was with Channing Crowder. It don't matter. I just think when they were talking about friends. the future of uh, I am athlete, and they were and and, and um, um, what the fuck did I just say? I am athlete. No, um, what? The, TMZ. The, TMZ. When you saw them on the when TMZ called them niggas at the airport or something. Yeah, because they're really friends. Those two were together. Those two were teammates in Miami. Right. So the for, only person so, that's on the outside is Fred Taylor. And and and, and Chad, Chad is friends with everybody. Chad is friends with everybody because he's from Florida. He's Switzerland. I don't even know that Fred Taylor was... Fred Taylor might have been from Florida. I don't get the impression was, that Fred uh, Taylor and B. Marshall but his whole career, friends long. His whole career was Florida. So the question is, who brought Fred Taylor in? Right. Because they had uh, 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 Reggie Wayne... But Reggie Wayne is from fucking uh, Louisiana. So. Ryan Clark is from Louisiana. He is? Mm-hmm. So, 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 okay, so Fred Taylor is from 
Florida, but I like so that's he so Pocky, he's Chad's friend. Pocky, Florida, so he was Chad's friend. I don't friend. know that. Brandon so Chad didn't might have brought him in. Friends. Yeah. So because we know that uh, B. Marsh is from Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania or some shit. I'm not sure. I know he's not from Florida. Also, it's crazy because uh, Channing Crowder's from State College, Pennsylvania. Yeah, but he spent a lot of time in Miami playing football. So. Yeah, but he's another Pennsylvania boy. But he really just talks about being in Miami. So, damn, so. you was this nigga's teammate. And y'all from the same state because, yeah, I was right. Brandon Marshall from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You from State College, Pennsylvania. And, and Brandon Marshall from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And y'all both played for the Dolphins. And you side with Fred Taylor? I I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. Nobody wins when the family feuds. Jay-Z tried to tell these niggas. Because that was such yeah, but, a beautiful yeah. thing that they were doing, whether I knew who Channing and Fred were or not. I loved the dynamic, the chemistry. I could tell the little tension sometimes. But you know, who doesn't have tension? Who doesn't? Yeah, it was a good mix. It was a good mix. So yeah, so Ryan Clark is from Louisiana. Yeah, Rich Wayne is Louisiana. Channing Crowder and fucking uh, Brandon Marshall is from Pennsylvania, and then the Florida boys is Chad Johnson, Eric Fred Taylor. Well, you so know Chad is. The question is, how did Fred Taylor become a part of this? Right. Because again, uh. Channing Crowder and Brandon Marshall were teammates. I mean, everybody knows Chad Johnson, but, like, how did he become a part of that shit? Right. And then how do you decide? Because, so, this is the part about the pivot. This is the part about the pivot that I thought was weird. They started talking about how it's hard to be business partners. And friends. With friends. But are y'all not friends? So he was at the Dolphins in 2012. So Chad Johnson was at the Dolphins in 2012. So, yeah, are y'all not friends? Are you saying I'm going to do business with Fred Taylor and I'm going to do business with Channing Crowder because we're not friends and if that relationship don't last, then there's no sweat off my back because we're not friends? Or were you just double talking to make it sound good? And just be real. Mean, say what you mean and mean what you say. If whatever... He, so By either, 2012, uh, uh, Channing Crowder was out the league. He was in, in the league for five years. So Anyway, my, my whole point is either just let it be confidential or be real because somebody shit ain't had no, and it don't even sound right. Fred Taylor never played with any Chad. other team other than the Patriots and the Jaguars. And he yeah, I want y'all to stop. So, how long did he play for the Patriots? One season. So, please stop talking. Like, he was on there talking about Bill Belichick. Like, he spent he a whole play- year there, though. So, one whole year, huh? Yeah. How many times do you think he actually talked to BB? Like Every day. Fred Taylor. That's the fucking. He was a number one. He was a number one running back. I'm sure. Now the BB don't is, even talk to didn't talk to Tom Brady like that. And you gonna sit up here and tell me Now what I see and what I realize is he was there in in uh New England when they didn't win. And let me just preface this by saying that I know that I don't have any 
having the accolades of any of these people, but as a consumer, this is my frustration of and my perception of what's going on. I know I said that already, but you know, I just feel like it's like what do you do and you're not important. Yeah, great, but also I'm a viewer of this shit and I was really excited about it. And if you listen a few episodes ago, we were so excited about I'm Athlete and the uh, direction they were going. So it's just a bummer. It's like, just like everything else that died in 2021, I guess you can never have a good thing for too long, huh? I didn't realize Fred Taylor had a son that had a flight running back in the NFL. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you want to talk about more. Who knows? Nah, because that nigga was garbage, but yeah. He wasn't garbage because he made it to the NFL, but he was like mostly like practice squad shit. But So, you know, he made it to the NFL, though, so that's, you know. But he, he you never even saw his. So that's the, probably, that's the reason why people probably feel like it was Fred Taylor, because you didn't see his wife, and he didn't really talk about his family on there. Yeah, he tried to keep it, keep it real business, so I don't understand what's which was another, the difference of the pivot. Which was another this. reason why it was surprising with the whole uh, Channing Crowder thing, because him and Chad Johnson's wives was a part of I Am Woman. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why did you side with Fred Taylor? And I felt like I Am Woman had some pretty good conversation, so... Why? So how does how does that work for I Am Woman now? Right. Like is because I know they did some shuffling. Tension. Like what we're not gonna act like is that everybody's gonna act like nothing happened after right. y'all then decide to start a whole other podcast. Right. It's like I Am Athlete was was great. It was a cultural phenomenon because they was having some good conversation. This new cast that they got on there. With auntie and and, and um, Brother I'm not, Bruce not a fan. I'm not a fan because. I'm, I'm, go I, ahead. I, I I'm not not a fan, but I just wish that we can have that old thing back. But it's just like any other show that I like that went away. No, I don't have a problem with DJ Williams. Hmm. He he don't say and and my thing is uh uh before DJ Williams they had the other guy on them uh that was kind of taking uh Fred Taylor's spot uh the lineman the defensive lineman oh yeah with the locks yeah I forgot his name he, but I liked him why is he not on them yeah I liked him he's better Bring him than back. he's better than Auntie. Yeah, okay, so Brother Rue doesn't like Auntie because I think that he feels like it's kind of like the the new view. Like, baby steps into this. Like, let everybody get to know you and like you before you impose yourself on on things that go on between the friends, I guess. Yeah, it's like she says stuff. That one, you probably shouldn't say on air. Mm-hmm. But most importantly to me, it's you're only saying it because you're a female and they not going to check you. Um, I don't know about that part. I do. Because I don't think she moves like that, no. Nah. I think you're being unfair there. 
Um, maybe I am. I, I just think that maybe you get the lay of the land before you jump in, and I get it. Brandon probably told her to jump in. But again, from the audience mm-hmm. perspective, we don't know you yet. We already had a family. So she said something to, to Chad. I want to chat about uh, Sherelle being on that show and perception and it's like that's not really and what relevant she thought he here. was gonna be and all yeah. that shit and I was like that's not relevant here we know Sherelle so I'm we like, don't need to care about the perception she's yeah I'm like who are being you on that show and so yeah we all know it's the editing is pretty much the biggest enemy on like a reality show so of course they're gonna show Sherelle in a negative like who's gonna watch it like I think one of them said it Who's going to watch it if they were just getting along and it was rainbows and butterflies all the time? No one's going to watch it. So, yeah, I mean, they have a good conversation still. My favorite sports person show would still be LeBron, believe it or not. Only problem I have with the show is that I want it to be unedited, unscripted, uncut. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love a conversation. I don't think I, I think you could say unedited. I don't think it's scripted. Well, uncut and well, unscripted in the sense that they don't move the shit along. I just want to hear the whole conversation that they had, not just the little pieces that they picked out of it. Because I just like to hear little nuances and how people tick and. You know, as a human being, like, it's not just about what you did for a living. I'm trying to hear from you as a human being, that's all. Mm. As a fellow human, so. It's a bummer. I'm upset about him, Adley. This was one of the topics I wanted to talk about ever since we heard about it last week and got the real confirmation. So, I'm glad we got to talk about it, but... I guess I'm going to watch The Pivot because that's something me and Brother Rue do together, but I'll just be half watching it because it should be on athlete. Jared Odrick. <laughs> and was the person I was thinking about. Yeah, that's funny. You like. He did great. Yeah, he was, he was a phenomenal. I'm athlete when he was replacing. Well, when he was on there, I can't say when he was replacing Fred Taylor. But when he was on there. I like he listened, and then when he did speak, he said some shit that was a great question, or that something that went with the topic and the subject they was going with. Why, where is he at? Yeah, bring him back if we can't have. So I don't know if any of this to. shit is an indictment on B Marsh or not, but the fuck the shit that I heard from the pivot, the first episode outside of them not having a legitimate reason for being there. With the, you, can you handle the nigga giving your wife the yam, 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 oh, yam? yeah. Like, but, that really what we talk about? Like. But like I said, <sighs> I won't say exactly what I said, but I did tell Brother Ruth that Channing Crowder likes to bring up sex. It's the, what they do in the bedroom a lot. Yeah. I, I, I never noticed it, but I mean, I'm about to go, go back, back and, talk, and watch it. I'm cause like, dude, Because to be honest with you, Ch- Chad was my favorite. And then I liked what Channing and Fred brought to the table. 
And I used to be one of those, I wish they would let Fred Taylor speak more, God of guys. Yep, and you ruined it. You got hyped him up. My thing is you can't, because if you watch the first episode of The Pivot, they was having a conversation, and Ryan Clark and uh, Channing Crowder kind of was finna overspeak him, and he was like, y'all gonna let me talk, let me, and I mean, he said it a different kind of way, and you kind of look at the reaction, and it's like, Here, oh, okay. that's why you wanted to do this show, because when you say, let me talk, they Ooh, try to that. let you talk. And it's like, when you did that shit on I Am Athlete, Brandon Marshall be like, hold on, nah, let me know. I supersede all you. So you didn't want to have somebody that. over you that could tell you, nah, shut the fuck up in a nice way. But it wasn't even shut the fuck up, though. So I that's said it in a nice It was never shut. Brandon Marshall was never disrespectful. Y'all laugh at this man, mental health issues shit. Right. And then he went off on y'all. And, and some other shit. And he didn't hold a grudge on y'all for right. attacking him the way y'all attacked him like right. that. He kept it moving with the show. He said what he was going to say, though. But it was it was all good. I mean, but maybe I maybe like, that. I mean, maybe it was. I wasn't. think that was another maybe, issue. Maybe it was. I think when he went off on them about that NBA shit, they don't know how to handle somebody like Brandon. So it turned into, mm-hmm, deal with that. It's like, but y'all just having a discussion. Everybody gonna have a chance to wild out. Like everybody's got that one subject that's gonna trigger them. And I think that because he's so vocal about his mental health, people see that as a as a problem, as a stigma. And I don't think that's fair. Like I think he's so honest with himself and so brave for being like that. But some people don't know how to handle that shit. Yeah. And handle people who can be real about their feelings. And I think that's another reason why they live. Because they don't want to talk about mental health issues. Yeah, we'll check out a few more episodes of the period and see where they're going with it. I liked the uh, I Am Athlete After Dark episode that they had with uh, Vic. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they could have did a variation of that. With Fred Taylor and Shannon Crowder, so I still don't understand why they had to feel the need to leave other than the ownership piece of it. They didn't want to just be talent. They wanted to have some Well, we'll see if they can but... keep it up because now the, the next episode of The Pivot is them talking about AB. It's like, okay, everybody's talking about AB. Okay, what else y'all got? What was so like profound that you wanted to talk about? Right. So that's all I got to say. For right that. now, I'm Team I Am Athlete. I'm Team B Marsh, yep. Damn, she didn't say I Am Athlete, she said B Marsh. Yeah, because I always like Brandon Marshall, so that's why I was hyped for I Am Athlete, because like, we don't get to see him on in, inside the NFL anymore. So that's all. I'm watch you if you ever meet Brandon Marshall. No, I just admire him and how he's been through. Just do y'all know what this man has been through? Like, all of the crazy shit, he can be, by the grace of God, he is who he is. That's all I got to say. So, Jay-Z and Brandon Marshall, I got to watch. Um, no, calm yourself down. I love Michi and Brandon Marshall. Okay. I admire them both. Okay. It's, matter of fact, I admire Michi more because she's the person behind him that made him tick and brought him to the place that he is now. She's fascinating to me. It's not just about how much money you can make. I respect Michi 
a lot of people would have left that situation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I I have nothing but respect for her. She did not give up on her husband, and that is beautiful. So that's why I always support them. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And he admitted to he was a handful. And yeah. Had every right to. Just imagine. Come on. I, that's not what she signed up for. Bro. Yes. It's not. Well, I mean, technically that's what you signed up for. No. But that's not what people think they're getting themselves into. Yeah, it's, you think it's going to be rainbows, butterflies. Yeah. I got a man in the NFL. We just want to get this money and eat filet mignon. And she wasn't no pushover. Yeah. And I respect it because she was, to me, listening to him, she wasn't no pushover about it. Right. She wasn't. You know, she compromised, but it wasn't as to her detriment. Yes. It was like, nigga, I'm going to work with you, but you're going to get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You can't do nothing but respect that. Yes. I, I I love their relationship. I'm team Marshall. So, that's all I got. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I'm Lady L. I'm Brother Rue. Blood Perspective Podcast. Peace out. Do see.